This week on the BAMFCAST, we've been shot before, we lived, one RAR, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. BAMFCast. Episode 277. No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is, you know, and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. When we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and some robot jocks. Yay! All right! Fuck yeah, robot jocks! Yes, that's good. The bad bad movies... Think in a negative sliding scale rating, it's one of five bags of douchebags after Twilight. Which was a terrible example of a film. Yes. Didn't like it. I don't like Twilight. We do not support that film. No. However, this week mm-hmm. brings us 1990s The Final Alliance. The Final Shut uh, it down. So no over. more alliances. <laughs> this is the final one. <laughs> Starring uh, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yes, sir. Starring David and, Hasselhoff. Uh, John Saxon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Making his Banffcast debut. Somehow. Somehow. I don't know. Crazy. Albino John Saxon will be joining us for the very first time. Yeah. In the final alliance. Clearly, this is his finest role. Obviously. Truly. Yes. As Ghost? Yes. He's just spot on. Mm-hmm. Albino biker guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Albiker? I don't know. Let's do, a, let's do a plot summary, shall we? A drifter and his pet puma stand up against a motorcycle gang in a small American town. Hang on. That's it. I thought I heard you say puma. Why, yes, you did. And I'm not talking about sneakers. No. You mean he has a... A cougar? What? A mountain lion, perhaps? An all-terrain vehicle featured in the game Halo. <laughs> That was the no, warthog. he does not have a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dave Hasselhoff may have a, a Ghost warthog. Ghost was in that, but not... Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> not Puma. I'm sorry. Huh. Might have been a wraith. <laughs> we saw the wraith. We, we did. did. <laughs> Charlie Sheen in it. This is that was in Halo as well. Right. Um, but this movie... Uh, yeah. But no, this movie... Yes. Okay, so... When I inevitably ask Chuck sometimes, what movie are we going to watch? Because Chuck's become our curator of movies. Yeah. Um, I said, <laughs> what what movie are we watching, pray tell? And he said, how's this sound to you? Would you watch a movie with this plot summary? And he pasted that summary to me mm-hmm. in via Instant Messenger, a thing on the internet. And uh, I said, Chuck, I thought you knew me. Because why do you have to ask? Yeah. You just said a drifter and a puma versus my motorcycle gang. Yes. Yeah. I didn't uh-huh. even tell you who was in it. No, you didn't. No. no. I didn't even know until it started. I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. Banffcast alum, David Hasselhoff. Yes. Yeah. He's a he's a good looking of, man. Of Star Crash. <laughs> and Nick Fury. Yeah. And Nick Fury. We've Agent seen of S.H.I.E.L.D. many phases of Hasselhoff. Mm-hmm. We are kind of covering like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're smack dab in the middle. This is post Night Rider, but pre Baywatch. Right. Just a year off from saying we covered three decades of Hasselhoff. Mm-hmm. Oh, 70s, man. 80s, and 90s. Oh, man. Hasselhoff through the ages. Oh. But yeah, it's um, Hasselhoff. Yeah. Final Puma. lines. Yeah. 
And it is so not filmed in America. Not even close. Eh, you're probably right. No, I'm right. Where was it filmed? South Africa. What? <laughs> it's another one of those, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why the whole damn thing is dubbed. Oh. None of those people are speaking with <laughs> a redneck accent. <laughs> no, you're probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's South Africa subbing in for a small town in Texas. Mm-hmm. Which has happened before. Sure. Gold something? Gold. Goldstein. Steen. Gold. Goldsmith. Goldberg. We, we gold buy gold. Dust. <laughs> gold. No, gold, the name gold. of the town was like gold something. Yeah. Gold. Rosencrantz and Goldenstern. That's what it was. Gold yes. of my ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gold gold in your guns. <laughs> Golden eye. Golden eye. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those. It yeah. doesn't matter. Okay. Um. So yeah, movie opens and uh, Hasselhoff is returning home in mm-hmm. his uh, sweet truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, uh, not really drifting. No, not purposely really a, pulls right up yeah, to he, a place that belongs to him. He drifted somewhere and stopped. He drifted maybe, back. Maybe he was Tokyo drifting just off camera, and we oh, didn't see it. Okay, that might have been it. In I don't, his sweet truck. I don't know. Yeah, and he <laughs> arrives home at this uh, uh, kind of abandoned farm. Comes in to find it all uh, disheveled. Uh, graffiti on the walls. Yeah. Nasty graffiti, yeah, too. Yeah, people have written Alice Cooper on the uh-huh. wall. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And also, sex and bikes. Sex and bikes. Because, yep. Sex and bikes. <laughs> hey, man. That's what bikers but like. We South Africans, they go nuts. I mean, right, right off the bat, though, he gets out of the truck, and then it's like, and out jumps Felix the cougar, or the puma, whatever. Sure. It changes. What it is. It's all the same cat. In yes. reality. It, it's, it's a cat. <laughs> it's a cat by many names. Yes. Large cat. Big cat. Um, Chase me. And yeah. And so he comes in and like kind of keeps having some flashbacks, like picks up a doll and has some flashbacks. And basically it's like shit went down, but this was his house. And he's just kind of looking around and like, does he start to pick up the place or does like the guy walk in first? Uh, guy, I think guy walks in like mid like flashback or whatever. Yeah. Guy walks in. He's like, hey, who are you? Get out of this house. He's like, this is my house. What do you mean at your house? Get out. Get out. <laughs> The bike, but just stringy biker guys, just like, nah, I live here. You go. And Hasselhoff is just like, no half shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to exit the premises. Uh, Not really much happens here. A sloppy fight. Yeah. Yeah. Basically breaks a dude's wrist. Yeah. He pins him up against a wall and just sort of like, well, he, 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 Bends it over a sconce. Oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wall sconce. Uh-huh. It's a lighting thing. And he goes, flashy. Yeah. Yeah. Flashy wrist breaking. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Doesn't he look to see like a, the Viper's tattoo on the arm when he says something like that? Because they've also written Vipers on the wall. Right. Yes. Yeah. So he's like, oh, Vipers. Yeah. And he's having flashbacks to something we don't really know about just yet. Right. No. His, his important backstory. <laughs> Yes. Should be revealed later on. Right. Yeah. 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 It, he, yeah, he clumsily yeah. fights. It, there's some bad stunt fighting in this. Get that out of the way. But he kicks this guy out and like uh, the guy had pulled a um a switchblade on him and yeah. like he throws it in the wall in the middle of the Vipers sign that's up on the wall. And yeah. Then he's just like cleaning up the place and burning trash out in the front yard. And Not just burning trash. Just whatever he can pick up, throwing it into the fire. Well, I, get, I gathered it was all the, trying to clean up the, the house. garbage yeah. that was in the house. Sure. So paraphernalia the posters and whatnot uh-huh mm-hmm. um and then i think he decides to go into town uh, well he needs groceries yes yeah 
Yeah, he goes to the to the local. Uh, I don't know, like supermarket or not even like just market slash gun store slash uh, video rental shop. I think. Yeah, it's your all in one. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's a little general store. Whatever you need. It's just a little it's bit of everything. Very general because yeah. like they have a, a fairly sizable gun section for <laughs> a, a store of this size, and then what looks to be a VHS rental in the back mm-hmm. too. Um, but there's a couple of uh, biker people um, bothering, harassing the the girl working behind the counter. Yeah, and uh, he just kind of like walks in. And he sees some people outside. And they're just like, you know, they're all giving him the stink eye. Like, who is this guy? Why is he in our town? And he's just like, you know, warning everybody. And then just kind of saunters his way into the store and doesn't really intervene in the accosting of this young woman. He's just getting his groceries, man. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, she's. You know, very much. Leave me alone. Stop it. Uh, She's very vocally yeah. saying, stop touching me. Leave me alone, you filthy right. bike. And he's just like, uh, I need some of this. I need some, some granola bars and some, some bug spray. And... Bug spray. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah. yeah, various sort of things. And then finally he kind of comes around. Oh, I think he's like coming around the corner and is like kind of looks at the guys accosting her. And then like right about the time someone pops up from behind him, another lady well, with a shotgun. One of the guys who was sitting on the bench outside, preacher guy, runs in. Right. And he's just like, hey. Sweet truck, what are you doing in town? Hey, okay. I'm the preacher. Yeah. Yeah, leave everything alone. Uh, yeah, he's basically... Go away. He's like, whatever you're doing here, why don't you just leave? <laughs> why don't you just not do it? <laughs> Go back from where you came from. That'd be neat, huh? And Hasselhoff's just like, yeah, excuse me. I need something over there. I need more bug spray <laughs> and sandwich fixings. Yeah. And yeah. perhaps a box of sugar cubes. <laughs> right. He's mm-hmm. he's buying seemingly random crap. You're just like, what? None of these supplies are useful. What are you doing? Um, but yeah, then that's when he runs into that situation to where he suddenly sees the thing going on behind the register and then backs up into the other lady who yeah. runs the store. Who brandishes the shotgun. Yeah. And she's like, get out. And he's like, I'm trying to deal with the people harassing your employee. Yeah. And she's like, no, you, you're the problem. Right. And the preacher's like, he's got a gun. That guy's got a gun. But the two bikers are, are immediately just like, we're sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're Here, we'll so pay, sorry. Pay for what we took. <laughs> we Don't will leave right it. now. Because they're like shaking beer on the preacher guy and everything. Yeah. And just like, fuck everything in this town. But man, you, you threaten any of these bikers for half a second and they just immediately just go into total just, just wimpy mode of just, mm-hmm. ah, no. Yeah. Sorry. They suck. Yeah, they're bad bikers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're also a prime example of bikers. They're assholes. In our movies, bikers are assholes. Yeah, absolutely. But there's very much shades of uh, Eye of the Tiger going on here. Where oh. It's like, guy comes back into town. Yeah. Bikers cannot leave him alone. No. But yeah, well, because- she, she's threatening him, and, and he's basically just like, listen, man, I just want to buy my groceries and leave. Right. She's like, no, you... You don't you move. <laughs> and he, Felix the Puma has sensed mm-hmm. that this is happening and jumps out of the truck. Felix has a good Puma yeah, sense. His yes, Puma sense has kicked in. It's pretty good because he just jumps in and is standing in the doorway. And Hasselhoff's like, I don't think you're going to want to point that at me I anymore. I think you might want to put your shotgun on the counter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, why? Yep. Yeah. Which... You know, if I had a pet puma, I would be a little concerned that a lady with a shotgun would immediately turn and shoot that thing, but... I would trust the puma. Oh, okay. Faster than shotgun lady, probably. All right. They are pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is... This movie has a lot of assumption that people aren't going to shoot their gu- the guns they're brandishing. Yes. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, someone holding a gun means nothing. Yeah. It's always just like, I got a gun. 
Oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Listen, whatever. Just let mm-hmm. me do this other thing, and then I'll go. Yeah. Um, but, but then yeah. he just tells the puma, go back to the car. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it, it does sort of, it has its its groans, some mm-hmm. of which are just, yeah. get out of here. But it goes back to the car. And then she's just like, okay, you're cool, I guess. Yeah. He's like, yeah, can I pay for my groceries now or what? Yeah. She's like, yes, you can go she's ahead like, and pay for What are you doing groceries? here in town? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's giving her all one-word answers. Yeah. Bye. He's like, you don't talk much, do you? Like, nah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, we'll see you. Yeah. Hey, we're good, good talk. We're good. Yeah. And he goes outside, and that's when um, the the guy whose wrist he broke has shown back up. Mm-hmm. Riding and, on the back of a motorcycle with, with another guy. <laughs> He's also got a hilarious splint on his arm. It's just <laughs> oh, like... Yeah. It's just like a strip of wood that is taped to his arm. Yeah, it's yep. like two little strips of balsa wood and a sock. <laughs> hey, man, you never broken your arm before? <laughs> He's like, you're going to pay for this. Yeah, when you don't have insurance, man. Yeah, those guys. That's, what, that's what they yeah, give that's, you. It's, yeah. that's they true. probably don't have insurance. No, probably not. Yeah. But no, he's like, hey, guys, uh, sorry for the hard times. How about a beer? And hands him a beer. And the one guy's like, oh, I want your fucking beer. Yeah. And the other guy's like, I'll take it. Yeah. And so he reaches. He's giving himself an excuse to, for his hand to be in the grocery bag and reaches in and grabs the bug spray and like sprays the guys in the in the face and then basically kicks them in the crotch and dispatches them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're going to tell our other bikers, you just wait there. Yeah, and then two other guys show up. But they're smart. They keep their helmets on so they yeah. don't get bug sprayed in the face. Yeah, <laughs> they just basically show up to transport those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, all right. Well, get on. We'll take you to the not hospital. <laughs> Yeah, well, they threaten him again. Wood on your faces. Well, they, they threaten him again, and that's when he's like, "Hey, Felix, why don't you say hello to these guys?" Yeah, and you hear the Row. like, "Oh, no, man, no, sorry, Puma, we can't, no, yeah, we'll go." And then it like cut to Hasselhoff dropping sugar cubes into the dude's <laughs> gas tank, the bike that. Well, was they, they walk out. They're like, you know, because I, I, oh, he, um, he shot the the nunchucks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. dude did. So right. oh, yeah, immediately just like, nunchuck time. Like, <laughs> How like, did I forget as, that? as the guys are like vomiting on the, because of the bug spray, like like three other guys roll up and like immediately guy gets off the bike and he's like, nunchuck. Yeah, why did you pick on somebody your own size? Yeah. And Hasselhoff, <laughs> like he's holding him up over his head and he just Hasselhoff like shoots the chain between the nunchucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, they're all like, oh, fuck, we're out of here, bye. <laughs> um, and so, like, the, the people inside the store come running out because, like, why was there gunshots? And he's just like, one lump or two. And he's dropping sugar cubes yeah. into the yeah. gas <laughs> And then the preacher's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. You he's he's like, in trouble. He actually, like, tosses a sugar cube <laughs> at his face. It's kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> just word, you know, wordlessly, just mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then there's it pays off a little bit because like later there's a shot at night where they're they're dragging the motorcycle on, a, on behind a rope, it's just the one that he's you know yeah. fucked up with the sugar. Yeah, well the guy came back to get it and yeah. he's just trying to start it and it's not starting and they are just all laughing their asses off at yeah. that guy they're just like ha ha he put sugar in your gas tank yep. you're a shitty biker but as as we <laughs> said bikers this, are dicks this little town it's like it's like I don't know maybe has ten people on the street during the day at night it's like. Oh man, it's like the downtown strip of like Vegas in the forties or something. It's just like there's hookers everywhere. There's neon signs of like gambling, sex, things, beer. Come here. Sun goes down yeah. and sin just explodes all over this town. Yeah. It's just like there's twelve hookers for every citizen yeah. that just pour out of the woodwork. <laughs> One guy like Boss Hog drives up. And he's like, "Woo wee, yeah, get in the car." And hookers are fighting over the chance to mm-hmm. sleep with that fat fucker. <laughs> To make money, to be fair. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That guy had money. It's a 
business proposition. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I, mm. Yeah, but this kind of. It's kind of then it's the sequence of him going home and then the biker's going, oh, we got to get him. Yeah. And and eventually they report to John Saxon, who is in like full albino makeup and got the contact lenses in and yeah, like this creepy horrible fuck. blonde wig going on. Yeah. Everything about his makeup is terrible. Like like they first talk to him like in a he's shooting pool in a bar, which yeah. is further proof that this is in Africa because like they're playing some weird mix of like snooker pool. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's all red and yellow balls and, and, and one black one. And an eight ball. Yeah. It's like it's <laughs> and like a cue ball. I don't know. Don't worry about getting the right balls. Just put them on the table and play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like that's and they're playing it like just, nine ball. They're just like, well, yeah. let's just I don't know. Just, you, hit the ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, but when they first show him like it's in this dark bar and he just i was like is that guy supposed to be a vampire or something like <laughs> what the fuck and they never really mention it at all no, no they just call him ghost yeah, yeah they just call him ghost but like there was no reason to make him like that aside from well i guess he'll stand out from the rest of the biker guys the director had a vision mm-hmm. i guess to make the lead biker who never rides a bike an <laughs> albino <laughs> yeah because yeah i mean they they introduce him and then promptly i think they're like we have to go somewhere mm-hmm. and he rides in a sidecar yeah every like mm-hmm. everywhere they're basically like they basically like hey ghost there's this guy who's causing trouble and he's like well let's go out there in the morning and get him yeah and so like very next shot it's like morning and he looks even more ridiculous in the daylight because you know he's pale white albino guy and he's riding in a sidecar well you can see they've basically just taken like this giant powder puff and just went Bow, and hit him on the face and just wherever the powder landed <laughs> mm-hmm. was his makeup for the mm-hmm. day because like as soon as he gets to its neck it's just like oh he's not albino anymore okay yeah. <laughs> here's your makeup smap <laughs> but yeah um so like i don't well they don't there's another scene where um Hasloff decides to go buy a horse for some reason which never fucking pays off nope not Serves even not even no in the slightest but he, he goes in this there's this long scene where he's bartering to buy this horse and like buys one that's not broken so then there's a scene where he's breaking the horse and then the lady comes over and is like riding on the horse and he's making these weird he's leering lust, at the yeah, these weird lustful <laughs> eyes at her when she's on the horse and, yeah and, and then constantly just like constantly reassuring the horse, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, you're doing so good. This is so great. Yeah. But I mean, like, all that is is like basically they show up and like grab her and grab him and like, you know, we're going to kick the shit out of you for beating up our man and threaten her and threaten him and punch him in the gut. And they're like, let's make him puke. Yeah. He made yeah. us puke. We're going to make him and, puke. And it all basically culminates in like, you know, this is basically the horse thing is done. Other than like the horse is in the pen later and yeah. like when shooting's going on, like he shoots the fence and lets it out. So, like, we're done with the horse. Yeah. That, that's. Horse has served its purpose. Yes. It's run its course. But um, of course. <laughs> basically, like well, they're, they're trying to feed him some sort of they're calling it like puke juice or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And um, he's why they're carrying it around. And, I don't and know. They're like, we need a funnel. He's like, there's one in the kitchen. And the guy's like, well, all right, go get the funnel from the kitchen. So the guy goes in. He's like, yeah, I found the funnel. And, and Felix the Puma is sitting in there and is like, Rawr! and the guy goes, holy shit. And, <laughs> self defenestrates through this window yep. pretty amazingly. Uh, oh, yeah. And hardcore. the, and the just, Puma immediately follows yeah, out yeah. that like, window. like, hey, thanks. <laughs> I could follow you right out. And they're like, holy shit. Oh, God. And then uh, Off is like, Felix, go back inside. Because, again, uh, there's A always a guns. Sen- yeah, there's a sense of, like, you know, my Puma's going to get shot. And mm-hmm. they're basically just like, well, you haven't seen The Last of Us. You might not have a Puma around or something. I don't know. We're going to leave. Well, that's when he gets the gun out. Is that, oh, yeah. that's, okay, yeah, that's, 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 that's when we get the Puma this line. allows him uh, that's to. That's right. 
you know, to yeah. to cause some chaos. Yeah. And then right. they get a little standoff and then it's yeah. just like, all right, we're leaving. Yeah. Well, he tells Ghost, he's like, Ghost's like, oh, well, you're going to shoot me? You're going to get shot anyway. And he right. goes, I've been shot before. Yeah. I lived. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> and Ghost's like, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, we will well, see you later. <laughs> I yield right. to your superior logic, sir. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Yeah. And then so, they get up and leave, which get used to that. Yeah. Because they do a lot of, oh, we're going to kick your ass. And then, oh, we got to get away from this guy. Yep. <laughs> this isn't working. Yeah. So I think the next thing is like, that. you know, they, they fuck off of there. They go cry to like uh, whistler the sheriff and stuff, I think, because they introduce the sheriff, I think, maybe here, maybe later. No, Doesn't we don't matter. see the sheriff for a while. Really? Okay. Yeah. They just go back to Well, town. they talk about him, but like, you know, there's a sheriff too. That's yeah. Apparently mm-hmm. corrupt, but the bike, because I think the bikers talk about him more than the other people. Like, right, we're gonna yeah. go talk to Whistler, and someone's like, "Yeah, we got a sheriff Whistler." It's like, "Oh, gee, I wonder if he's corrupt." Well, he, uh, Hasselhoff and the lady talk about it. They're yeah. like, "Well, why didn't your sheriff do anything?" He's like, well, ah, "That sheriff might be him. corrupt." Yeah, I don't trust him. Okay, and so she's dealing with like her her dad tried to stand up against the bikers long ago and was killed. His whole mm-hmm. we we start to learn now his whole family was killed. Yeah, you know, like we've had some more flashbacks now. I think, mm-hmm. and eventually all this serves to get to he goes decides to go to town and goes to the shit bar. For whatever reason, and eyeballs the guy that owns the bar, who is a f- former Viper. Oh wait, Red, Red. Before he gets uh, to the bar, okay. Way before he gets to the bar, sorry, he, he booby traps his ranch. Right off the bat, like after first, yeah, visit, he booby traps it really. Oh, okay, early. that's first act. After All they, right. yeah, after they've dropped by the place. Yeah, he's okay, like, yeah. Because when they leave and go back to town, he's like, "Time to wire up this ranch." Yep. Okay. Because I was like, "We're wrapping this movie up quick." Because mm. <laughs> I mean, he's putting dynamite out and just you know the the wire and everything just setting okay, everything okay. up so yeah. yeah that's that's early on right. we're like okay. wait how come none of this is paying off because then they send the one guy back yeah they're like you just keep an eye on the house you watch this guy and if you fall asleep i will come back here and i will kill you mm-hmm. I will, he said he'll snap his neck yeah. right yeah. snap his neck so hasselhoff has positioned himself in the corner w- in, a, in a window so that the guy can constantly see him right <laughs> but then so but yeah way before they get to yeah, the yeah. bar they go into the gas station to harass the lady because okay. their whole thing then becomes how many other people are with Hasselhoff oh right right they That's just right. get yeah, obsessed yeah, yeah, yeah. with You're this right. yep. and the lady's like I don't know I don't know which, like I literally just met this guy yeah and I went over there for a couple of minutes which she could just say there was nobody there mm-hmm. you were there I was there there was no one else there so right. I'm gonna guess no one else but she just keeps saying I don't know I don't know so they menace her for a while and then they kind of walk out and then that's when he is perched above on the other side of the street sniping at them mm-hmm. okay and just shooting up the store and shooting at them it's or the, no he blows up the bike yeah I was gonna say I thought yeah yeah he, yeah, he like Put a rag in the gas tank. That's and right. Yeah. The bikes. And they come out. They come out. They're like, our bikes. What happened? <laughs> Why did he blow up our bikes? Huh. What's with this guy? <laughs> yeah. What'd we do? <laughs> and then while they're looking at the bikes, that's yeah. when he's across the street sniping. But I mean, them. you know, um, albino <laughs> evil guy is like, you know, like cutting up her dress and like it's getting, yeah. you know, it's getting bad. And yeah. like that's yeah. when the bikes blow up, thankfully. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. He, he but just... there's a weird thing about all these early interactions mm-hmm. where he shoots at a lot of guys right. and doesn't like. Is not shooting to kill, like no. not even shooting at that, like no. just shooting to kind of like hit the ground near guys and yeah, scare them and stuff. But and this we're whole like, thing could be over quickly. Yeah, like he could have wiped out all these dudes very quickly. Yeah, and it's just it's a weird thing about it because it's like it feels like he's just stalling for no particular reason. Sure. Yeah. But considering I mean, like, considering what happens eventually. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, even before, like, he blew up the bikes and shot at them, like, she, he, he uh, Ghost comes into the store to menace her, and she's got a shotgun on him immediately, right. mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I think you killed my dad. Yeah, and, 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 and he, he was like, well, the, the jury yeah. acquitted me, and so he just walks right up to the barrel and is just like, do it. Yeah, if you don't believe me, shoot me, and yeah. she's like, no, I, I, just, I don't think I can. Yeah, I, I <laughs> on Hasselhoff's behalf, I, I would say that, like... I think he wasn't killing the random people because he thought he remembered all the people involved in his specific incident. So they I all needed killing. Though. Well, sure. They all needed <laughs> yeah. killing, but I'm saying like, well, eventually like, he gives up on that plan. Well, no, I, eventually. Yes. But I'm saying like the, the guys whose army broke, I think it was just like, I don't want any trouble. I think mm-hmm. he wants trouble with, you know, Whistler and, uh, yeah. and the gang ghost and all those people. Whistler. Cause and the gang. <laughs> as I was saying, he goes to the, the local bar and like it's just kind of hanging out and drinking the beer or whatever, and some ladies come up and talk to him, and uh, and this guy comes out, and it's like he's a former member of the Vipers, and and Hasselhoff locks eyes with him and has a flashback, and is this the one where it's like it's as the cat, the kitten? I think he's the guy that had the the kitten flashback, right? It's par- he had a quick flash to the kitten early on yeah. when he saw a ghost for the first time. Mm-hmm. This might be when no, he has that whole thing during a dream, uh, but he has another quick flash to it. And just is basically like, okay, that guy who has since left the... Well, this is the first flash where we see anybody get killed, if I'm not mistaken. Could be. Is they, is they straight up pull a gun out and shoot somebody on the ground. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they could have a random shot of the yeah. cat again because, you know, I, manipulation. I but. mean, let's just go with like, just say that basically they killed his mother, his father, his sister, and his kitten that he was holding in the car when he was a little kid. Yes. Which is funny because like, he looks like he's like eight in these shots of the car going off the road. And it's like... I don't know. They just they talked about stuff that sounded like somebody in high school or something. It's like it, it it's did weird. sound like that. Like they were talking about like track meets and things like that. And I'm like, who does well, sixty yard dash sounds like? Oh, is, okay, maybe yeah, kids. That, is that what it was? All that right. sounds like okay. You know, I, I thought it was stuff. thought it was more. I thought it, I thought it, it was weird to me too. It did seem like he left after high school, but then the weird thing was that no one recognized right, right. him anyway. So that that's the backstory of him. It's like that's what happened. And so yeah. this guy comes out and he's and he has like this, you know. Kill Bill style, like weird little flash of like, oh my god, that guy! And so basically, he just goes up and starts so he, like the guy's racking up the snooker nine ball pool thing, <laughs> right. and he just like lays down twenty dollars silently. And the guy's like, oh, you don't look like much of a player. I guess I'll take your twenty dollars. And then he gets like he's just kind of like standing uncomfortably close to him and w- follows him around the table. And he's just like, what's the name the Colton family mean to you? And he's like, huh? And he's just like. I'm Will Colton. My family, you killed him. <laughs> just like right off the bat, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, huh? Wow. Let me try to hit you with a pool cue." And <laughs> he breaks it, like you know, lets it break over his arm, and basically starts kicking the guy's ass mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. punches him all the way out the door. Yep. And then Hasselhoff's just like, "All right, I guess I'll walk outside." And this guy's like fucked off to his car. He has like a mm-hmm. uh, like an old charger or something. Yeah. And, and is like, "I'm going to run him down." It almost, it almost works too, because like he's coming up behind him. I don't again. The first get, time Hasselhoff had no idea that car was coming till the right. last second. Well, it's the, the bad ADR. Like only half the vehicles right. were actually had sound. <laughs> right. um, In yeah, reality, yeah. this car is the loudest fucking yeah. car ever. But, it, <laughs> but he has to like stunt roll out of the way, yep. and then the guy circles around and is coming back for another pass, and then he's just like. All right, and pulls out his gun and like headshots the dude right coming right just at him. One shot right yeah. in the fucking face. And it's just face. like you know, oh, yeah. it's like the pineapple explodes and blood everywhere. And the yeah. guy's, guy's car goes veering off, it hits a car, does the ramp roll upside down, and then boom. Yep. Like this guy was just made of napalm and <laughs> exploded. Yeah, like two or three charges go off on this car because it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, I will say like him not killing anybody kind of pays off in that scene because you're mm-hmm. like, oh. 
fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you because suddenly it's like bloody mess. Yeah. Well, like up until that point, there's been like one f bomb, and then everyone else has kind of been like pulling their language, like saying "butt" and you know. Well, no. In yeah. one scene, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll stick a hand grenade in your butt, you fucking asshole. Or something. Yeah, it's, it's like, like wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you just called him an asshole, but you said "butt" earlier. Like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. but but it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah. But there was this weird vibe. Like, is this some weird TV movie where they just like just hold off on the violence, guys? You know, but yeah. But yeah, no, it's on because man, yeah. that guy's head fucking just. And, and I love that Hasselhoff just like gets in his in his sweet truck and is like, "I'm out." Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, well, I got, I got priors, man. <laughs> I can't be here. I'm on two strikes already, brother. I'll leave it to you guys to put out this guy's car. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go feed the puma. My you know what he <laughs> done. Oh, yeah. I don't want well, to go home and feed. I the don't want to have to talk to insurance about this. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to answer any questions. I need to go. Yeah, too much paperwork. Yeah. Well, I love that the next shot is like the cop. You know, an actual cop, mm-hmm. which is weird because, like, you haven't seen any of them, mm-hmm. really, other than the sheriff yelling about stuff. Right. But the actual cop is like, yeah, man, like, he's done. Yeah, that Red, guy, he's Red's dead. dead, man. Yeah. And he's like, well, everyone, all the witnesses say it was self-defense. And he's like, I don't care. Bring that guy in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll fix the evidence. And he's like, uh, sir? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just like, shout that in the middle yeah. of town? <laughs> all right, then. Yeah, you're on yeah, speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, it, yeah, Hasselhoff goes home and like the doesn't the lady like come over like. Just, well, he goes home. Well, I think that's when he goes home and has his fever dream. Yeah, I yeah. think that's oh, what triggers okay, it because yeah. he's all sweaty and thrashing and the puma he, wakes up, or he, wakes well, him up. He basically has the whole flashback to show the entire story, and that's mm. when he just wakes up. And the puma's just staring at him like, you know, are you okay? He's like, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, just, I'm just I'm fine. Dream. Just go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sad puma. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's when the lady shows. I don't think lady shows up until the next. Movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one more. What murdering does he do the next day? I don't even know. I it's there's such a blur of just go to town, come back home, right. go to town, come mm-hmm. back home. But at some point, we are properly introduced to the sheriff. Yeah, who is who is ba- we are basically introduced to him. He is on the phone, barking out some sort of illegal activity. I mean, just screaming it. Just like he's, anyone within a two block radius is going to hear. He's the, that weird guy that like in the comments that's just capitalizing <laughs> random words. Yeah. But all the words he's capitalizing are like drugs and cartel mm-hmm. and illegal things. Well, yeah. My favorite part is his first. He's, he's just yelling. You know, we come in like mid yelling on the phone and then like he's like, yeah, OK, I'll hold. And he's like, damn, foreigners, they've been messing up everything. And it's just like, they whisper to the guy that comes back on. He's like, I told you I need it now. Yeah. I need fresh paint. He's like. I said fresh paint. <laughs> what was the fresh paint thing? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't he never know. got it either. Poor no. guy. <laughs> you just you know, it's kind of yeah. like the Saratoga. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you have Ghost. You know, saying like, "Man, this guy, he's a pain in the ass. We got to deal with him." Mm-hmm. You know, and all the guys in like the room, the bikes are like, "Oh man, well, I, this guy's crazy. Like yeah. he's he's nuts." <laughs> one guy, one guy goes, all, "Well, they're all talking about him like." He's the the terror of the town. Like they're just law abiding oh, yeah. citizens. They are talking. What's the deal with this guy? Why is? And that's what he says. The the yeah. The one guy's like he's big, but the guy moves like a lizard. 
and then the it's other true. dudes it's true and he then moved, they're like exactly yeah we got like we really we got to take care of this guy he's gonna mess things up and one guy's like yeah dude's got a real shitty attitude <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like yeah. like Hasselhoff's <laughs> attitude is the problem in this he's movie. not a team player yeah. he just he won't come to the company he picnic he won't just he won't just let us shoot him yeah. i mean what kind of fucking attitude why is that? can't we just do crime yeah. i mean come on this guy's attitude is so shitty Jeez! Let us do our crimes and things. We just want to ride our bikes and yeah. rape a little and smuggle yeah. drugs and guns. This, I mean, and this fucking on. lizard man, yeah. <laughs> one of those lizard people. Yeah, follow the money. <laughs> yeah, the bikers are all such whiny idiots. They're just why is this guy ruining our thing, man? You know, if you've ever seen any other biker movie. They would have killed Hasselhoff so fast. I mean, fuck, in Eye of the Tiger, they go drag his dead wife up to his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, listen, you piece of shit, stop. <laughs> this is just like, someone go talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> make him tell, see reason. I can tell my mom, and she's going to call your mom and make sure you don't mess up us doing crime anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the real crime is he put sugar in my yeah. tank. My motorcycle's <laughs> ruined. I gotta ride with this guy. He stinks. I don't like <laughs> the sidecar. They make the sidecar is not comfortable. Yeah. Huh. Sorry, ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so yeah. Eventually, <sighs> and she and her side plot that's been going on is. She's going to organize the town and, oh, and yeah. all the get all the concerned citizens together, rally the town, and yeah. they're gonna you know and they're gonna. I don't know what they're going to do, actually. They're, they're going to talk it out, and they're just going to use stern language, and the bikers are going to leave or something. Whatever her plan was, it, it, later it does not pan out, I think, the way that it was supposed to No, when, when that happens. But yeah, so her they're basically just going to have a big PTA meeting with, with snacks and refreshments. And, and she's made a banner yeah. that says, welcome <laughs> concern to citizens. Mm-hmm. And how do they not expect, like, Ghost and his crew to find out about it? Which they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because all the concerned citizens are like, wait, I heard there were concerned citizens here. Where'd all the concerned yeah. citizens go? They must be all under one roof. Let's go check it out. I was told there'd be punching pie. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they show up at the thing. They're like, well, what are you guys doing? Yeah. I like there's like five people in the in this church or whatever, town hall or whatever. And, and she's like, hold on. I'm just waiting for a few more people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay they're coming yeah because yeah. i mean he, they all show they left somewhere to come over here probably just fucking with hassle off again i forget mm-hmm. what was going on but they, they just all burst into the pta meeting it's just like you know what are you guys doing and she's like it's it's a town meeting it's private please get out <laughs> you're not from the town <laughs> well, the, you're not when concerned you first, enough for right there, there was a scene before and i don't remember what the catalyst of the action was but like they were fighting, like straight up fighting with Hasselhoff, and then something happened. They were just like, nah, and left, and like, yeah. just immediately went to this town hall. So like, they're fucking up everybody's cars outside. Oh right. And then yeah. one guy goes driving through the side door, yeah. into the middle of this thing, and everyone's just like, ah, and, and that's when they walk in. And they start talking it out. Like, you're not welcome here. It's like they just drove through the door. Yeah. Like, do you I, think they care? It's a little stronger yeah. than you know. You're not welcome here. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think they care. Yeah, they drove through a door and they fucked up all your cars. Yeah, and eventually she's just like, everyone's scared to say it, but I'm not. You killed my dad, and yeah. you guys are shitty, and I don't like you. And everyone, and you need to leave my town. It's like you killed my dad, and you killed all the witnesses of you killing my dad. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you killed mm-hmm. my dad. Yeah. Right town. 
And <laughs> Ghost basically tells the preacher to get up and say it's not true. Mm-hmm. And the preacher, who's just a cowardly piece of shit throughout oh, this entire movie, worst. he just gets up, it's not true. Like, louder, preacher man. It's not true, everyone. You didn't do it. Yeah. And at that point, she snuck off and got her shotgun again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but everyone else has guns on her, and she's like, you're, he's like, Ghost is like, you're going to die if you shoot me. And she's like, it'll be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'll do something good before I go. Yeah. And so uh, the guy who's ridden his bike into the room has come around the other way and mm-hmm. is basically making, you know, just coming right Feeling at her. straight at her. Yeah. And-, and she finally is just like, well, all right, blam. Murders that guy. Yeah. Yep. Right through the chest. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right, fine, good. Someone knows how to use a gun in this town. And luckily, <laughs> Hasselhoff comes bursting in through the side, the other side door that wasn't torn yeah. down and starts shooting at the place and shoots up the fuse box so mm-hmm. that the whole place goes dark. Otherwise, she was about to die. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's when they all but shoot the banner. But where he came from, nobody knows. No, it doesn't knows. matter. He just gets in there somehow. Cougar sense. Yeah. yeah. But they go. They sneak out the back. Mm-hmm. Can't figure out where they go if you sneak out the back. And they go oh, back yeah. to his house, and they like don't know for a while. Because they give him all the time in the world. Yeah. Or no, wait, no, because they, they have the driving scene. They're chasing. That's right. Yeah, okay, they yeah. chase them they, out of there. So they chase, they chase uh, him out and they, they he's he's kind of he's throwing like grenades at them and like a couple of the bikes will just spin out of control and hanging out the window, like shooting really wildly. Yeah. And then at one point it's just like, blam. And he goes ah, and slumps over mm-hmm. in the passenger seat. We're like, what? <laughs> That's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, and she hits some sort of like end of the road thing where she's like I can't stop I can't stop blam and then apparently no one can stop on this road because all the 20 bikers behind oh her God, just like all dumb can't stop either and we all just <laughs> yeah. crash into the back it of the truck it was after they hit that is when Hasselhoff got shot yeah because like he's like shooting out the window and okay. ghost comes up stops and right he, I mean, he's just in a sidecar like everyone else has fallen off their motorcycles mm-hmm. so like he shoots Hasselhoff and then they kind of like drive through the barrier mm-hmm. and he can't chase it because he's not actually driving a motorcycle yeah and then they drive out in the middle of the field. She's like, oh, no, you're dead. And uh, I'm going to kiss your dead body. And that's when he's like touching her like, I'm not dead. Bullet and she's like, vest. you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? He's like, is that wearing a bulletproof vest? But it still really hurts. He's like, Man. but another kiss might help. <laughs> yeah. ah. He just punches him in the bulletproof <laughs> vest. He's like, ow. ow. No. <laughs> I told you it still hurts. Yeah. yeah. Now, and then they go home and have the sex. Right. Yeah. I don't know why the bad guys keep giving him like these grace periods of just like, well, well you. And it was weird too. Like we have a truce in this town at night. We <laughs> yeah. just yeah. hang out Curfew. for a little while. We all want to get some rest yeah. so we can do some feuding tomorrow real good. It's Midnight time. to 5 a.m. Yeah. Just yeah. no. <laughs> See, now the scene before, like the scene that led to him going to the town meeting, like he breaks into their whole compound while they're oh, like having oh, yeah. a, like a, a VA group dinner or something, you know, they've <laughs> yeah. just got with just trays of drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, like, they're, they're all servers just... are going around with like the tray from Dragnet of just nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they have a hangar, but it's like they also have a cafeteria in there. Yeah. And they're just sitting around. And that's when um, Whistler is in there. And he's like, he's like, give them the drugs. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have the drugs. Yeah. And then it suddenly becomes a party and everyone's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Did, like there were zero ladies in there until the drugs show up, and all of a sudden it's like they're doing coke off a of frisbee, and there's biker ladies, and it's like they weren't there a second ago. Hold on, coke off a of frisbee, man. Yeah. That's that's classy right there. That is, yeah. But that, yeah, that's when he snuck in and got a bunch of grenades and grenade launcher and everything, and yeah, eh. yeah. And that's yeah. when he kind of runs through what seems like a minefield when he's right. leaving. Yeah, there's all these yeah. blue explosions going off behind him. That's and- that's what that was. But that's what I'm saying. They were chasing him through the minefield. He gets to the end of the minefield. And they're just like ah, whatever. Yeah, let's go fuck up their town meeting. Mm-hmm. Right, 
Yeah. It's a weird cut because like they were like, I guess they gave up on him and just like let's go fuck on this dummy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So uh, so they have yeah, the sex. So... They wake up and then but I'll um, wait. <laughs> no, they have the sex and then like it's like the cougar sense starts going off and like it's the next morning. That's right. what it was. And he's been watching her sleep all night. He's just yeah. sitting in a chair like yeah. Yeah, he did. He did kind of twilight her. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like the cougar's like out on the porch and like going nuts and like he's like, what is it, boy or girl named Felix? I don't know. Yeah, and. Basically, the Vikers are coming to murder his house. Yes, <laughs> they are coming to murder his yeah. house. The, um, but this is when the, the traps finally start showing up because, like, well, the, what, first Felix knows there's a dude out there, right? And goes out, and they do the whole slow motion thing. We're like, no. oh no, they're gonna yeah. shoot Felix finally. Yeah, I, I still don't know how that damn cougar died. Because like that guy didn't actually shoot. That cougar leapt at it, leapt at his throat yeah. and ripped it out, and then like he was still alive somehow. And the and the cougar's dead. It yeah, made no it's, sense. It's it's not done well. No, but yeah, Hasselhoff has the no. We get a slow motion Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Running at the camera. That's what you want. But like the the, sure. the puma dies behind this log that this guy was hiding behind, and it's really not. It makes no sense that this guy killed him because, like I said, this puma took a running leap at the guy's throat. Yeah, yeah. and that guy was and, fine. and also like Hasselhoff was yelling at like Felix, like no, no, like don't rip this guy's throat. I was like, murder has started. Like, yeah, let the mountain lion get some. I mean, just yeah. it's it needs to happen. He can't let it have the taste for blood. Uh, right? Okay, then, is that what it is? Yeah, then yeah. it's over. It goes feral. Oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, so maybe that's the part we didn't get to see. But yeah, yeah so, so there's no time to mourn over no, Puma. It's so. run back to the house. Yeah, and then because like, that guy, he Hasselhoff caps that guy immediately. He's yeah. Like, oh yeah. You fucking kill Felix. Blam sure. blam blam. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so guy. he runs back to the house and it suddenly becomes like the shootout, like in Top Secret. Yes, it where, does. Where they're just <laughs> breaking the little you know, panels of window and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Each time like, they need to start shooting, they just break another panel and yeah. just like I'll fire out of this one. Well, he he's got like a hunting rifle, like mm-hmm. a sniper, you know, with the scope. And she's got, just got like a fucking machine gun. Yeah. And he's like, here, shoot him. Have at it. But his booby traps are set up with little targets. Like, like, yeah. Like sniper targets. Yep. Around the yard. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, he's waiting for people to either be hiding behind or driving up on their motorcycles to these special spots and then hitting them with a hunting rifle, which causes an explosion that. Turns into different and very disordered stunts. It's 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 great. This movie kicks it up a notch at this point because like mm-hmm. uh, one dude's injured on the ground and a bike runs over his face. Oh, oh god! <laughs> All right, I mean I know how oh. they do the stunt, but still, it's like it looks like it would still hurt because like guys laying there like head turned sideways, like he's already messed up. Yeah, but like you know, there's a little ramp there where like they're kind of like launching over his head, but yeah. it looks like they just straight run over his head. It's, yeah. It's pretty good. Like it looks like the bike still grazed his, this dude's head. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a guy that's like laying there splayed out, and like a bike runs up his crotch and over his helmeted face. They're both dead. Yeah. 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 They might as well just yeah those guys. I mean, thankfully they're just like little dirt bikes. They're not Harleys or something. You know. Doesn't matter. Still, I know. Well, it, <laughs> it does. Way. No, no, it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. you, can, you could pick up a dirt bike. You're not. It's hard yeah. to pick up a Harley by yourself. I mean, yeah. Three hundred pound bike versus like a seven hundred pound yeah. bike. Okay. Fair enough. Big difference. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so like there's just explosions happening and guys um, like where? Well, is it during this scene? With, yes. OK. Well, see, they all get like the bikers get totally just fucked up. Yeah. And they all kind of just run back to ghosts. It's like, like he's he's and fighting he's, us. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? He's just one guy. Yeah. And they're like, here, use these yeah, idiots. Here's these Molotov cocktails. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like, beer bottles. And one guy's like, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it run such a great idea. And <laughs> that's why you're the leader, Ghost. And these guys have amazing aim too. <laughs> well, he, one goes right through the window, and and Hasselhoff's just like ah, whatever, and Rod walks over with a like a throw pillow, just like boop, 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 and taps it out. Which yeah, I don't know how that works. It's the least yeah. effective Molotov cocktail <laughs> yeah. ever in a movie. It's just like a mild yeah. inconvenience. Man, we, we filled it with water. I don't know what happened. Why didn't it blow up when well, it hit? Eventually, I put a Rob Roy in there. He's yeah. a cocktail like, uh, knocking over. A Yankee candle. Yeah. <laughs> oh I no! A, pat, pat, pat. I put a Tom Collins in there. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. um, like so, one goes and like there's a little bit of fire and, and, and useless lady who's not you know she becomes useless in every scenario. It, it like it seems like when the shit actually starts to go wrong, like she seems competent and 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 you know able to handle herself until like shit starts going wrong because she's just like fire yeah you know because like one well, comes in where she was standing and immediately just engulfs the curtains and yeah well, like, no, well, to be no, i was no, gonna no. say to be fair that like yeah no no i'm talking about that she just watched one come through the window just a plain molotov cocktail the guy that comes in on fire is because he's riding his bike in no 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 i, I wasn't getting to that yet i was just okay. saying the one that came into the window where she was standing ignites the immediately curtains where she was standing right. and yeah. that's but, when she's just like what the oh, <laughs> get the uh, fuck out because he the one that the one that came in for him he could just smother it with a pillow. Right. It was a little sure. tiny. This one did what a Molotov cocktail right. was supposed to do. Yeah. But still, she just got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But all right. So the guy's riding up on a motorcycle, like, you know, Molotov cocktail aloft, like yes. ready to chuck it. And he shoots it with the, the um, hunting, hunting rifle, mm-hmm. which yep. um, makes that guy. Well, basically, his arm ignites and then the rest of him ignites. And <laughs> yes. he keeps riding into the house. Yep. So now he's run through the door on fire mm-hmm. and it's just kind of standing there. And she's like, Poking them with the sh- with the machine gun. Like this is very smart. This is probably the smartest thing this movie does because they are both like, if we knock him over, right. he's going to ignite this house. How do we get him out of the house without setting anything on fire? That's easy. You, <laughs> you hook a wire to his belt and then you yank him out the window backwards. Well, right. but even better, I think like they, they they he finally comes over with the rifle or whatever and shoots him. But yes. no, he has picked up he's the shotgun. Up a shotgun. Oh, that's okay. why right. he blows out that window like well, he does. Yes, but I mean, there's this great shot where this guy is on fire and. In full motorcycle outfit, and he gets shotgunned, but like bent in half, yanked out through <laughs> oh, a window. Yeah, yeah. He just, uh, it is. A I really it's hope it's that like was the a mom dummy. in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, yes right through the door. <laughs> like all those, all those like sci-fi movies where somebody gets sucked out of the airlock, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> folded in oh, half, yeah. arms John, and legs. John Saxon. Yes, two movies of John Saxon. Yeah. Yes. you probably mentioned to the special yeah. people. Hey, hey, I know. Suck thing. that dude yeah. out the window. <laughs> Yeah, this scene like really is just like, oh, all right, all right. Someone has a clue on some stuff. Made your way here. Yeah, but no, I mean the house is on fire, and they're just they're having this moment like on the couch in the middle, like they're surrounded by flames, and she's like, "Do you love me?" And he's like, "For thankfully, he's like, what really now? (laughs) You're asking me this now?" Now? He's like. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, you, me, and she's like, yeah, and he's like. All right, all right. We yeah, should probably get the fuck so. out of here. I mean, yeah. the whole place is on fire. And then this is like <laughs> the weirdest goddamn thing. They go running out of the house because, like, they at this point they have no choice. It's it's house run, out, run outside engulfed. and maybe get shot or or stay inside and, and burn to death. Yeah, and like you hear kind of like a <sighs> <laughs> yep. coming towards the house, and as right as they're running out, like the the whole town, the rest of the town that's not bikers, has basically shown up with pitchforks and baseball bats and golf clubs chairs chairs <laughs> just anything that anything. you go and hold up over their head and 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 the the few remaining biker guys that haven't been blown up or set on fire or yanked out of windows <laughs> are kind of like it's the town i don't know get out of here i guess 
Bale? Bale? Yeah, <laughs> she's she Bale, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the town just kind of come, like, the, all the townspeople come up and immediately take their guns and they're like, yeah! <laughs> they swarm them, take their guns, and make them make out with each other while they all circle around them and yeah. celebrate. It's really strange. Yeah. It's like crowd, the crowd is forcing them to do these things. Like, come out of the house, let us take your guns, now you guys make yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, when they took their guns, I was like, oh man, even the townspeople turned on them. Yeah. Like, they just gave up and joined the bikers. But yeah. no. Yeah. Crowd the bikers like, are like, well, we can't do anything now, I guess. It's like an Amish pledge drive. Like, take, give us your guns <laughs> right. and make out. Woo! <laughs> but yeah, the bikers just like leave. Yeah. They're like, well, well they we can't, can't fight that many villagers with random objects. <laughs> yeah. guy's got a golf club. Yeah. You can't fight a guy with a three wood. He's crazy. Yeah. And we're just like, wait, does is that the end of the, that's not the end of the movie. No, because yeah. they go back to the no i'm saying yeah it it does have that kind of awkward like well that's a strange way to end the movie but yeah yeah, it comes back and like they're now doing the drug gun thing whatever they were doing from the very beginning whatever back at the airport and german guy shows up on a big transport plane just like well show me the things and well i think they're supposed to be terrorists they mentioned something about iran or iraq something oh he shouts something about iran's gonna blow up everything because of us blah blah blah. but but yeah so like they've shown up in this cargo (laughs) plane and get off the back and they're like what do you have? Everything you want. Like this is this is Whistler just being like the ah <laughs> guy again, which is kind of great because like he pulls out a M sixteen out of a crate and he's like, "Whoa, don't shoot!" Yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's basically laughing at all of his own non jokes. Yeah, and um, he shows the guy like a bullet and a M sixteen, and then the guy's like, "Well, everything appears to be yeah. in order." It's yeah. like there's hundreds of crates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're well, probably totally ripping you off. You have some ammo boxes and one M sixteen. I'll just give you all the money. Here's a here's a briefcase full of money, and also Swiss bank account routing things have happened. So we're good here. Enjoy. And, and Whistler's like, don't forget to take me in Ghost. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And then he says something like, hey, stop sucking farts out of dead chickens and get in here and and, and load up the boxes, guys. <laughs> the, you know, Can no, anybody that, explain that to me? Is that a colloquialism? Oh, from absolutely. That's you've never heard that. That's that super no. popular colloquialism about no, sucking farts idiom, out of dead maybe. chickens. They know. say it all the time in South Texas, Africa. <laughs> oh, it's a South. I've never been to South Texas, Africa. You got to go. Yeah. It's, it's it's like it's, it's maybe just, I'll go there this summer. It's just below Texarkana. Yeah. Oh, ah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All my exes live in Texarkana. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, but they're like loading up the guns and like the um, Hasselhoff and townspeople. Have, now that they've had this like little moment together, oh, man. they've rallied and 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 the the preacher guy comes up and he's like, I, "I'm sorry, I've been such a weasel. I want to help." And he's like, "Really? Oh, he's burying the puma. That's what it is. He's yeah. burying the puma." And the preacher guy's like, "I want to help." And he's like, "Really?" And he's like, "No, I'm, I feel bad. I want to help." He's like, "Go get me all the scrap metal you can. I'm gonna go this way. You go that way." Yeah. And. But here's here's the really inexplicable dumbass thing that happens here is like the townspeople come in, surround them all and like, Mm -hmm. hooray, somehow immediately the girl is just like, well, see ya. And she goes away back to the shop. Yes. To which John Saxon immediately kidnaps her. Yes. It's fucking Mm -hmm. dumb. (laughs) Yes. So. Well, she had to open, you know, people need their guns and and Rambo three to return the the videotapes. The townspeople were like, oh, Uh, cigarettes, sugar cubes. (laughs) I got to go return some videotapes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. But yeah, so she's immediately been kidnapped. And that's when like the 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 preachers talking to him. Yeah. Well, not mentioning that, but it's you know, happened sort of simultaneously. But they basically like he's like, get all the scrap metal you can and meet me in town. And they build a they build an A team vehicle. I I don't. It's an armored vehicle thing. 
it's kind of bolted on to the top of his existing truck. Sure. But like they've done this and like they've worked together and he's just like, all right, well, well done here. But one guy's super proud it, too. He's just like, look what we did. It never really <laughs> means anything because it like, means absolutely nothing. You know, like they drive it up to the airport, and I th- maybe he, I think he was on the roof, and then he's just like, I'm gonna. He's got a ninja outfit now. Hasselhoff does. He's got a ninja outfit and a full blown ninja and a, and a and a, and a rope mm-hmm. around him. Yep. And like he's just like he's. I think he was on the top of the vehicle and like used it to get up on the roof, and mm-hmm. he's like ninjaing around and knocking people off the roof and breaking necks and then knocking people off the roof. Yep. And then eventually just finally gets to a point where it's like, oh, I'm done ninja-ing. I mean, you know, here goes the mask. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Oh, no, we thought it might be the other guy <laughs> yeah. who's trying to ruin our operation. And, and basically, like, somebody comes across a dead body and is like, oh, hit the, uh, hit the cliche alarm. And, like, oh, it's just... <laughs> eh, eh, eh. And the guys out in the, in the van, which is the preacher and like the other guy from the town that helped build the thing are just sitting there. And he's like, preacher's like, we got to go. It's not the sign. I don't care. He's probably yeah. in trouble. Yeah. And well, they, he hits the alarm because he finds out that Hasshoff saved the girl. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that one scene where <laughs> he is in there being gross to her. Right. Yeah. And the sheriff comes in and is just like, we don't have any time for this. Knock this shit off. Come on. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's he's come around <laughs> behind her and grab both for both of her breasts and is like, He's like, she's like, you killed my dad. Get off of me. He's like, I'll be your daddy. Blah. And then, yes. And then Whistler comes in. And it's just like, we're doing business here. Knock that shit off. Now get out of here. Get out of here. Right now. And it's just like, it's like, well, thanks again. Yeah. I mean, thank you. You know, thank you movie for, you know, putting it into all of this. But yeah. So yes, he, he breaks in and gets her out, you know, and they run off into the hangar. And that's when the armor, the 18 vehicle just drives through a couple of fences. And then like John Saxon is there, like it just kind of goes, uh, and shoots right through the little, like yes. the, the view slit that they put on it. It hits the preacher perfectly. Right. And the thing comes to a stop. And it's like, so that was the extent of your armored vehicle usage. Mm-hmm. Break down two fences and then immediately get shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> but uh, there's a scene where Whistler is like, got this box of explosives and is like talking to it. And it's like, yes, my baby. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> and sets it down and like, and Hasselhoff's like right behind him and it just kind of comes up and it's like, huh? Well, it's, it's a remote triggered explosive with enough plastic explosive in here to take down this whole place. Well, she's right there. It's like, Ooh, what's this? Yeah, it's, <laughs> is it a bomb? It's a totally bomb. It's totally a bomb. And he's like, what's this? He's, he's like, all right, you take the gun and wait here. She's like, with the bomb. He's like, you'll be all right. And he just kind of disappears. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, he, he, Runs back and snacks, snags it, the yeah. bomb and runs away. But yeah. she actually says, "Put the bomb." And he's like, "You'll be all right." Yeah, you'll be all right. And so he runs off with the like off screen with the with the bomb. Mm-hmm. And like meanwhile, like the guy's gotten shot in the in the in the eighteen vehicle, and like the FBI showed up and has like started arresting like all the biker people. Yeah, just anyway, because isn't the actual deputy who was like a real deputy kind of yeah. was not working on the computer? Oh, yes. And Whistler's like, "I'm gonna do real law shit. You stay on that computer." <laughs> yeah. And he opens Pansy up, ass, he opens up the, the Will Colton file, which s- claims that he is a one-man army. Yes. Yes. It's an actual yes. line in his file. Yeah. One-man army. Yes. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. And then he's like, I better call the FBI. <laughs> yeah. They're trained to deal with one-man armies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, so they show up and like start arresting all the bikers, and she comes out and arrests like three that are about to escape, and like, you know, they're like getting the preacher man out of the thing and he's like i'm sorry i'm such a pussy yeah and then it's like 
you know, apologizes to her. He's like, yeah, I, I saw him. You kill your dad. I should have said something years ago. Ah, and I'm going to die on your titties. <laughs> it, it's the dumbest thing. It's just, he's just like, he just, ah. he just flops his face <laughs> into her chest. It's so it's weird. Yeah. It's just like, well, one, le- ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then it's like, meanwhile, now, uh, ghost and whistler are on the plane and they're like, ha ha, we made it. Woo. Paradise. Here we come. And then he's like, pulls out his little transfer. And he's saying, he's like, Guess what I got? I didn't tell you about this, did I? <laughs> I got enough explosives down there. I'm going to roll the trigger and blow the whole place up, and it'll look like we died the explosion, too. Woo! <laughs> he's just like... Hasselhoff <laughs> comes from like around the front of the plane. He's like, no, he just pops up yeah, from behind. He the just crate. pops up from behind the yeah. crate. Hey, he's hey like, guys. <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. And they're like, what, you son of a bitch? And he's like, uh, the explosives are on the plane. And then, then Saxon comes around. And he's like, what? No. And he's like, pull out your little tracker thing. It'll tell you that they're right here. Yeah. And they're Saxon like, Saxon actually at one point says, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm going to shoot you. He's like, whatever. We're going to blow up in a few seconds anyway. Yeah. And so like they go scrambling around trying to find the box. Meanwhile, it's like sitting back where he was anyway. He just pulls it right back up yeah. from where he was standing. He's <laughs> and like, and while they're madly like, oh, no, where is it? Where is it? And he's just like, later guys. And grabs a parachute <laughs> and like just disappears off the frame again. And, and then the, it's just this weird shot of the plane flying along. Well, they have, like, they hold on Whistler going, oh, for, like, that two seconds too long. Yeah. You know, it's like you need that reaction, oh, and then cut, like, mid, oh, mm-hmm. to yeah. the explosion outside. But they, like, hold on him going, Oh, and then boom, yeah, and then yeah, the model air, airplane blows up. Yeah, and then there's just this dumb shot of Asimov like parachuting, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. James Bond style, like, like slowly. Oh, don't mind me, I was yeah. just parachuting here. And meanwhile, like the FBI cars and everything are surrounding him, landing. He's just like, yeah, and kisses uh-huh. the, kisses the girl, and then like it's weird. It's like it it, it fades to credits as it's like you know like cat calls and whistles and woos and everything you hear a crowd running in and go yeah but you never see no. any of them it just cuts to black and <laughs> like what yeah <laughs> it's it's pretty it's dumb pretty dumb but it's dumb pretty great it's pretty great too <laughs> yeah i think we should rate this movie yeah yeah we sound have, wait, soundtrack, soundtrack is very synthy yeah. yeah it's good parts of it are awesome but it hold, it held very strong promise in the beginning because oh. the opening theme song was layered with with like puma noises. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So while there is no actual star grove, there is, in fact, mm-hmm. a raw grove. <laughs> <laughs> so unofficial. Yes. Yeah, so, through the Oh, damn it. Yep. Yeah. Now we rate the actual movie. Yeah, we do. I'll go. Okay. God first in a while. Uh, I really love this movie. It's not a five jocks movie though. <laughs> no, um, no, it's not. Like the the copy that we have, the VHS copy is fucking terrible. Oh. Like washed out colors. Like there's a lot of yeah. It's it's, it's not good. Um, it's this been, movie it's been washed a few times. Yeah, yeah. This uh this movie needs some kind of re release. That'll probably never ever 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 happen. No. Nope. According to Letterboxd, three people have seen it that so are not in this room. It'll never happen. Um, probably not. But I kind of love this movie, and I'm going to give it four jocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I, I'm right there. I'm I at mean, four. The thing is, is like you take out 
you take out like certain things, like the, lose the horse stuff altogether because that was fucking worthless. And you could have had a better way of just getting the two together without a whole extra bonus scene of going to buy a horse. That he'd <laughs> never. It it seems like he has no intention of ever actually starting any kind of proper farm or ranch here. It's the just, only thing that scene does is make him very like reticent to tell anybody who he is. Because yeah. the guy keeps asking him, and he refuses. He's to like, even "Oh, you live at the cold the ranch. You, you ever hear what happened to the family?" He's like, "You gonna sell me the damn horse?" Yeah. And then there's a shot where he's riding with like a shotgun strapped to his back, where he's riding the horse. It's like mm-hmm. these are the only things that the horse shit ever does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so therefore, it is horse shit, and needs to gives be him a reason to bond with um with lady. the lady. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but lady. like I said, you could have come up with a better way and not waste your time. Plus, she like, could have liked Pumas. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's a conversation starter. Oh, you I have mean, a puma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It brings in the older ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like there's a couple things that need to go. But, like, I really did kind of, like, love this movie. And, like, when the stunt shit starts happening, like, from the minute that Red buys it in the car and and then the whole stunt spectacular with the targets mm-hmm. and everything, that's all great. And, like, that dude getting yanked through the window is one of the better ones of those I've ever seen. So yeah, four jocks. I mean, I could go on more about why, but that's, I think we already did. I agree with you. It's just, they go for broke in that third act with Mm -hmm. the craziness. I mean, the guy just riding a motorcycle on fire, just straight through the wall of the house and then just roaming around the living room going, ah, (laughs) before getting blasted out the window with a shotgun. (laughs) Can you imagine the balls it takes to ride a motorcycle through a building stunt or not? Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially in While in South Texas Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Did I not say on fire? Yeah. yeah. On fire through a house <laughs> mm-hmm. riding a motorcycle. Yeah. That takes fucking huge stones. That man yeah. earns a jocks by himself. Yeah. The if that puma had done anything more like like if it had actually like I mean done it killed anything. That, yeah, it killed that one guy, but it was it was basically off screen. Like the you can tell they're filming around the puma. Right. Whenever oh, yeah. they have it. But man, if that Puma had done something awesome, this probably it would have probably pushed it into the five jock zone. I'm telling you right it's now, it's only a four. We need to find another big cat movie that's not Roar, because if you think about it, like the the pet sidekick, we we're ramping up to an actual badass sidekit side cat side kitten. Yeah, because like you have Black Samson, mm-hmm. his lion didn't do shit. No, it was a mopey zoo lion. God. <laughs> now at least we have a we have a Puma that's pretty good yeah at least it's running around with actual people and roaring you know like puma should <laughs> right i'm saying next time it's gonna be full-on murderous rage but in a controlled environment not in the roar fashion that'll yeah. happen in our our next buddies movie yeah that's what I'm th- I'm thinking. <laughs> oh man <laughs> um do you guys finish saying oh yeah we're done okay oh, yeah, it's um i'll go i'm gonna give it three jocks i was i was sitting at two for the longest time i was like this movie's goofy and stupid but it's not Mm -hmm. doing a lot of things well that stunt spectacular kicks it up to three for me and it stayed there the rest of the time it i mean it's super just janky and sloppy and dumb but dumb in all the best ways like it's totally watchable there's a couple of stretches where it's just like ah come on get on with it but Mm -hmm. like once once the sheriff shows up and Bo Svensson, who like is in a bunch of Burt Reynolds movies and has been around forever, that guy, man, he just every scene is punctuated with him laughing like a maniacal idiot and g- trying to get other people in the room to laugh with him. 
which I think was my favorite bit that mm-hmm. he did where he says something dumb and starts laughing like a crazy person and you see him behind another guy's back doing the arm thing like, come on, laugh. <laughs> and all the other idiot bikers like, ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. That guy kicked it up for me. Um, man, John Saxon is so weird in this. Just looking at him is disturbing. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's it's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. It, it looked goofy, but you know the first like and it two starts thirds, out slow yeah yeah and it's just like oh is this they're never really gonna do anything are they this is just gonna be one of those movies where it's like eh, pretend we have a budget but no they they kind of do some stuff and injure a few stuntmen along mm-hmm. the way so great yeah three jobs i am going to go ahead and um make chuck the party pooper and give it a four jocks <laughs> uh mainly for the stunt spectacular and the explosions um but like man stunt guy riding that motorcycle is just the on fire through a through a house yep and then getting yanked through folded in half through a window just ugh it <laughs> I, I, I will say this. It is a it is kind of a low four jocks because of how difficult this movie is to watch. Mm-hmm. Like um, just fidelity. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's the fault of the copy of uh, the copy of the movie that we got. Um, but it still gets gets deducted because it's like the nighttime stuff is hard to watch. Um, and I can't imagine that that would get just a whole lot better. I mean, it would right. be better. Obviously, yeah, it would but... be somewhat better. Like yeah. the original you know the original you print of compare, this movie is probably yeah. you can compare decent, the day but, shots and how they look and you know washed out and grainy and mm-hmm. watched too many times and then you look at the night and it's like yeah I wouldn't get that much better it'd still be hard to see yeah even the like the daytime stuff there's one shot i think it's when the bikers show up in the very early morning and they must have shot it at like golden hour cuz everything looks right yeah you know the all the colors are good and you can see um oh, that was Saxon's the name of the face. Town. golden hour yeah, that's it. Golden crotch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, four jocks. Um, pretty damn good. Not the best. Pretty good. All right. Well, I think it might be break time. Not the best. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the Bamcast. <laughs> BJ from the Bamcast. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast. We're back with more podcasting talk. It's the second half, which is the second part of the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks. It's good Hooray. to be here. I wasn't talking to you. Oh. Oh. I was talking to the audience. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome to that second half. I haven't watched anything. What have other people watched? Chuck and I have watched a trilogy of movies in preparation for a movie we're seeing Thursday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Known as Jurassic World. Oh, right? those. So we had to catch up on the deep mythos of the Jurassic Park Didn't want to be series. lost. <laughs> Why don't you guys just do a <laughs> Jurassic Park <laughs> rewatch podcast? <laughs> That's what <laughs> we're doing right now. Oh, I mean, no, I mean a separate spinoff podcast. It would be three episodes and then it would end. Yep. Okay. But that's the cool thing now is to do a short amount of episodes oh, and then end. Yeah. Oh, this well. isn't a British sitcom. 
Are you sure? <laughs> or, or we could just keep watching them over and over and then keep commenting on them over and over you until eventually we hate whatever we're watching. That sounds great. Yeah. All it takes is getting on the internet to hate something. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are on the internet. But you know what so I don't hate? Away. What don't you hate? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's awesome. That first movie's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it is one of the few movies that genuinely feels like it gets better and I appreciate it more each time I've watched it. Because yeah. I remember, you know, like the first first few times watching it going like, yeah, man, it's all about the T-Rex attack and then everything else kind of peters off. And then like, you know, I watched it, the 3D version in the theater and I was like, actually, this movie's kind of fucking awesome, like in every point. And then watching it this time, I was like, man, the pacing of this is so perfect. Like, like I'm trying to think of movies that are paced better than that one. And I just can't think of any. Yeah. I, I was watching it this most recent time thinking I could watch an entire movie of them arguing the morality of doing this. That's how interesting the dialogue was of them debating whether or not to do this. Mm-hmm. And also realizing that John Hammond is the villain of the Jurassic Park franchise. Straight up villain. Uh, yeah. Right? Straight up bad guy. Well, yeah. Guy's a piece of shit. He doesn't. No. Get, he never gets it. Not one time does he learn his lesson. Chuck, no. what movies were you? Wait. He doesn't learn. He is constantly just keep. He just like, man, like those kids. His kids are missing, and the guests are gone, and he is just sitting in a room eating ice cream, just like, well, we'll get everybody back, and we'll flip a switch, and it'll be great. Chuck, you realize he's worse in the book. Oh, I'm sure. Like he's an evil fuck in the book. I believe that. And they toned him down and made him like. Your grandfather in the in I get that, but because of that, I think over time people have been like because John Hammond is like welcome to Jurassic Park guy. Everyone's right. like, oh, a lovable old grandfather made dinosaurs. He's great. No, he's evil, and he's even more evil. He's I think in the movies, evil. He, he's just misguided. He's misguided, and that's the worst kind of evil. Yeah, I, I did like. I noticed <laughs> for the first time I was paying attention to what was going on in the background during the welcome to Jurassic Park scene. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that it is just Sam Neill and Laura Dern in the background losing their shit, like oh, yeah. unable to stand, wobbling around, like blah, like the most pinnacle cinematic moment of the 90s of him saying, welcome to Jurassic Park. And two people are behind him just losing all yeah. motor function of their body, just blah, jello people. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do. I appreciate their performances that they're like they're crying through like the first half of that movie, like mm-hmm. enjoy. Like when they're when they find the sick triceratops and they're just like, oh, my God, I can't you know, there's like they give you that feeling of holy shit. I can't believe we're actually here and this is actually happening. Yeah, which is cool. Absolutely. I feel so happy for them that like their life's work is kind of mm -hmm. being validated by all the things that they're seeing and learning and finding out that even though I don't have any connection to that field, it's like I'm happy for these people who could never possibly be validated in any way. Yeah. Um, but then you've got Jeff Goldblum there who is just so on fire in every single (laughs) moment he has. Is that Pete Goldblum? (laughs) Like, is that the best Goldblum that we get? Oh, peak. Peak. I thought you said Pete Goldblum. I'm like, the fuck is Pete Goldblum? Is that his brother? (laughs) No. Is that his stunt double? Peak. Peak. Um, That and Independence Day, I would say, are like the Goldblum that you want. Like, especially like looking back, if you think you're not thinking like, oh, Jeff Goldblum in nine months. Ha ha ha. You know, it's like, yeah, no, it's well, and, and when you get to Lost World, it's kind of like, like the thing is, he's not in Jurassic Park as much as you think he is. Mm-mm. Like everyone remembers him being all over the place, but he gets injured and is like 
kind of out of the picture yeah. through yeah. most of the second and third act. And even like when he's in the third act, he doesn't even have a line. Like he's just there. Yeah. He, he's basically narrating directions over yeah. a walkie talkie yeah. at one point, And that's it. Yeah. You know, whereas everyone thinks of that because the second one is just all him, all one liners yeah. all the time. But it's it's funny to me. I, as I was watching this, I was thinking about how like memes have kind of ripped apart the fabric of Star Wars. Like it's kind of hard to watch Star Wars from time to time because of just all of the memes and all the bullshit and everything. But like every meme that's been created for Jurassic Park just seems like a big hug for Jurassic Park. It's just like, I love this thing in Jurassic Park and I made a thing, you know, the Jeff Goldblum laugh. In that helicopter, <laughs> when that thing, I'd laugh for like two straight minutes after that was over. I couldn't stop. It was so wonderful. It's just like, mm-hmm. what on earth? Holy <laughs> fucking shit, it's a dinosaur. Yes, all of these things. I mean, it's yeah. just. Well, and I, it, and there's so many subtle touches like that I never caught before. Like when he's on the helicopter in the beginning and he's got the two female ends of the seatbelt and he ties those together and it's yep. like oh wait a minute mm-hmm. you know like, like it's one of those little things that you don't think about until way later and you're like oh yeah yeah that's that... pretty like there's there's nice little small touches like that yeah but like i still am it astounds me that he made that movie and schindler's list in the same year yeah it's fucking astounding that he made two of the best like he made one of the best popcorn movies of all time and then he made one of the flat out best movies of all time right after that mm-hmm and it's like, this was in the span of a year. What the fuck? Like, nobody can do that ever again. Like, Steven Soderbergh got nominated for two Oscars in 2000, but that's like nowhere even close to those two movies. Yeah. You know, Traffic and Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich, I don't think, is a very good movie, actually. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's that's just insane. And it made me also realize that any movie that I, like, think is just awesome top to bottom from the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm was probably filmed by Dean Cundy. Yeah. And then he dropped off face of the earth, which it still bugs the hell out of me. He worked, but, but like, you it know, was the thing back nothing. to the future, Jurassic park, like all these movies, it's like, yeah, Dean Cundy shot yeah. him. And then he, you know, he did Apollo 13. And that was like the, the swan song of him making big, huge, awesome movies that everyone loves. Yeah. It's so. really strange. He's probably tired of like, you know, how many times they put him up in the vomit comet or whatever. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm never doing this again. He's probably like, I've know. made enough money. I don't yeah. have to do this anymore. Yeah. What am I doing? But he's still life? like, he filmed like Jack and Jill a few years ago. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, I think, I, don't know. I think now they're just backing up, dump pickup trucks to his house. And he's just like, fine, I'll come shoot your movie for two weeks, whatever. Yeah. Or um, if he's just getting so many royalties for all of these somehow. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know. Either way. It's funny because I watched the uh, like super abridged version of Jurassic Park. It was on like every channel. On cable, yeah. oh weekend. right, yeah, and so I saw the you know the T Rex scene and the Raptor scene at the end, just out of sheer coincidence mm-hmm. of flipping the channel, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, we're watching this now because yep. it's on, you know, <laughs> that's what you yeah. do. That's how that movie gets you. Yeah, and that movie also works because there's only nine characters. Yeah, pretty much throughout that entire movie, everything about the the drama and the conflict and everything that's happening in that movie makes sense. It yeah. it never feels forced. It's like, yeah, these people would come along. There's and no... you know exactly why Nedry's doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just nothing about it that feels so movie y. You know, there's there's no like contrived. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's I... the mouse on the QuickTime button uh, player, but well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, other than that, yeah. yes, it's kind of funny how Spielberg didn't know how to edit or shoot computers. Oh yeah, <laughs> did anybody really at that? That girl should have known it was a Unix system, well, yeah. but she knew, but. 
Man, what kind of fucking file structure did things uh, have back then where you're like slowly moving a mouse through a 3D grid of, <laughs> of things to turn yeah. lights on? I mean, Hackers and the yeah, net. I was going to say, just it's, had it's, the most... it, obviously it was based on the Gibson. I mean, yeah. I know, mm-hmm. It's just obviously. Yeah. It was Gibson 1.0. It was all that VRML they were going for. Mm, vermal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the movie's it's yeah. damn near perfect. I mean, it, it really, and like I said, it just gets better each time. That has Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, it does. And Samuel L. Jackson's Holding arm to butts. Yes. The only thing about that movie that hurts me is that they basically made him power read all his dialogue. Like he is just pounding through dialogue. And I remember him saying that in an interview, like years mm-hmm. later. People asked him, "Was like you were in Jurassic Park? Was it cool?" And he was like, "No, I had to be like the Micro Machines guy, just just plowing through dialogue and just with a cigarette in my mouth." And oh, I, but it's so. Oh, it's good, but it's, it's so good. He's got yeah. the cigarette hanging from the lip the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's so great. Of, and then you get so to Lost, Lost World. World. Yeah. Lost World's not good. It's better than Jurassic Park 3. I st- okay. Nope. It's not actually. Uh, right. Yes, it, it is. The script is fucking garbage. It's for that better movie. than Jurassic Park 3. Um, and it's shot horribly. It is, that, that is an ugly movie. I'm just going to say it's fucking ugly. <laughs> There's like a few scenes during the daytime that look good and the rest of it, like especially the ones where it's like a green screen composite. They're like, I don't know, man, just turn on the lights on your iPhone and shoot it or something. <laughs> like, Who gives a fuck? It's green screen because it there are scenes that just look fucking terrible in that movie. There are. That's and it's kind of like, what? Like, yeah. What was your budget? You you had Spielberg. You were making the sequels of Jurassic Park. What the fuck were you doing? Yeah, there's there's something really weird about some of the shots in that movie that are just like, did anyone look at this? Did you have yeah. a little monitor? Did you did, did you, were your eyes functioning? What, yeah. What's going on? But, yeah. you know, aside from that, it's like you said, everything in everybody in Jurassic Park has a specific reason and everything like everything they do has a purpose in the script that is covered. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, Lost World's just like, whatever. Yeah, we need action. So here run towards the dinosaurs instead of away from them. Yeah. You know, it's just, and Jeff Goldblum, they reduce him to just reacting to people doing something with a snarky one liner that becomes all of his dialogue throughout that entire movie. Yeah. He no longer seems like a smart human being. He's just a dude on an Island. And like, just the thing that kills that movie for me is his kid, not because of the actress or anything Mm -hmm. about that, but it's just like the inclusion of this character ruins everything about Jeff Goldblum's character because when she shows up on the island is like haha I stowed away he immediately just turns into guy who says nothing more than go to your room mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie he is just yelling at her to go to some safe place yeah and that's well, it I I actually don't mind her though because she realizes very quickly this is bad like this place is fucked she does immediately freak the fuck out yeah like like, <laughs> like the the proper reaction she's one of the few people that reacts properly in that movie whereas yeah. everyone else just like they're just itching to die like julianne moore throughout that movie just itching to die mm-hmm. vince vaughn itching to die mm-hmm. uh, everyone in pete postle waits group itching to die yeah but he's so great he is he is he is spot on in that movie and it's a shame that they kind of mangled his character somewhat because there's something better there. He's kind of a quint yeah. from Jaws type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's better than the Hunter dude from the first one, I think. I mean, I mean, uh, the Hunter yeah, dude from the I first one was that guy's dumb. Great. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, everyone clever, remembers that dude because clever girl, yeah, clever girl. right. Yeah. But like, otherwise, it's like he becomes like the 
I don't know, the office administrator guy for a while. He's just like, oh, I don't know. All the locks and the fences are down. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, and, I and should yeah, be out I, shooting things. <laughs> I do like Pete Possibly, but it's just, there's a lot of stuff that they leave out with him. Like yeah. his buddy, Ajay, who is in one of the deleted scenes <laughs> where he actually says something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and a lot of people have implied that that's like his lover or like that there's some kind of life bond there. You know, it, they're certainly take, lifelong friends. Yeah. Take that however you will, yep. you know, because it's never it's never explicitly said in the movie. But, no. you know, when Ajay dies off camera. Yeah, we don't even see. And his only line of dialogue throughout the movie is, no, don't go in there, raptors. And then <laughs> runs in after everybody to get killed by raptors. Right. You know, yeah. but then that like that's Pete Postlewaite's reason for quitting mm-hmm. at the end, basically. But yeah, it, it just feels like they left a lot of stuff that should have been there out. Yeah. There, there's just too much. There's too much. Yeah. They're, they're, that cast is huge. Yeah. For something that's a very... Could have been a very simple story of, hey, there's this other island, which is where we bred the things. And in the book, that's how it is. Yeah. There's only like seven or eight characters in the book. And yeah. it all works because one of them's the guy who who gave Nedry the shaving can mm-hmm. in the beginning from the other company. And that's why they're there. Dotson. Yeah. It, <laughs> we got Dotson. But yeah, it it all makes sense. And it just sucks that they just blow it like like even spielberg says he he wasn't enjoying making that movie and he was like ready to give up in the middle of it felt like it i mean it's yeah. it's it's so strange it's i've i've always been a strong defender of the lost world mm-hmm. i i'm no longer a strong defender of the lost world i will still defend parts of it the the cliff sequence i might be one of the top 3 things that he has ever yeah. put to film i i think every ounce of that sequence is simply amazing oh, poor eddie ah yeah it's 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 so uh. weird too how many times toby from the west wing has saved the world mm-hmm. <laughs> but in this instance man that guy does not get what he deserves for as much effort for in a movie where anyone else would have just run away from that screaming two t-rexes are totally about to murder him while he's in that jeep and, and he is still, still trying, trying to, to save, save them. them yeah most movies wouldn't have done that. They would just and, had that guy run off. And that's, and the part of that is there's a weird mean streak going on in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like the way certain people die is like, damn man. Like, did you really have to, re- you know, just like in linger on it so much? Well, in the, because in the first one, yeah. when people die, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's not really explicitly shown. Even yeah. when the, when the uh, security guy, mm-hmm. the hunter guy dies, it's like all kind of like shaking leaves and that's right. it. Well, the, the, t-rex eats the lawyer but you know everyone, everyone hates but, the lawyer. Yeah, i was gonna say we don't care about that. but no like i mean even <laughs> yeah, like but, even, but it's even, not like in this one where eddie gets ripped in half and they're tossing yeah. chunks of him around right. it's like well and like in the godzilla scene like the the I, it's somebody it's david kept yeah yeah writer. that's right and like you know they call him like the unlucky bastard yeah like that yeah. In, the, in the credits or something yeah yeah that poor guy yeah yeah it's just and it, it's weird too because i was noticing things that were obviously cut out that weren't explained that would have made the movie even meaner like mm-hmm. If you notice, like when they've got the baby T Rex tied up, and they go to a close yeah, up of it, the leg's broken. The, well, the leg is broken, and there's a bottle of alcohol sitting there and a cup, which means that one of those fuckers sat there drinking and broke that thing's leg. In the early version of the script, it was Arliss Howard's character. Okay, was drunk and broke its leg. I figured, stumbled upon it. I figured, yeah. But it's just like, wow, this movie was even meaner at some point. Yeah, and like Peter Stormare's character exists to be mean to everyone and everything. <sighs> 
I, I said on Twitter when I was watching it, that guy ran through every accent he has ever used in this movie. <laughs> I had no idea where he is from in this movie. It's like he starts out and he's super rednecky, but then he moves into Swedish German at one point, and it's yeah. just like, what? Where are? What planet is this dude from? I will never yeah. figure him out. But there's just there's a lot of just lazy stuff in it, like stuff that Spielberg movies generally don't have, like like the ones where everybody's sitting down. Pete Postlethwaite says, "We're gonna go find him. You guys take off." And Arliss Howard goes, "Okay, everybody, let's go." And like nobody does anything, and then Vince Vaughn stands and goes, "Let's get the hell out of here." And yeah. then everybody gets up and goes, "It's like." Do you really even need bullshit like that? Yeah. 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 It's and then like you and I have talked about it, but like I will defend everything in San Diego at the end of that movie. That stuff's great. It caught me by surprise when I saw it in the theater and I think it's still great now. But uh, aside from being tacked on bullshit, I don't care. I don't care. All right. But like the weird thing we talked about, how they don't explain the logistics of this dinosaur on this boat killing everyone yeah. and then climbing back in the hold and getting trapped down. It, that doesn't make well, any sense. No, it does, actually. I mean, I mean, I know there's an explanation for well, it I mean, that we don't see. I, I don't care about the book or whatever, but I mean, I, I've never seen a page of the book. They don't but, go to San Diego in the book. Well, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a point where there's like the the doors are broken, like and and there's the bloody hand on the door control. Right. It's yeah. like somebody's you know lured it back in there and closed the door. Yeah, but there's also up. a hand hanging on the wheel of the ship. Yeah, this thing is in a room he can't get into because <laughs> his head is bigger than the room. Yeah. It's it's the, just the reached in with his tiny arm. And- yeah. <laughs> the explanation is that a raptor was loose on the boat at some point, and that somebody lured it down into the hold. Yeah. To be killed by the T-Rex. The Alien then, 3 explanation of just, there's a raptor on the boat yeah, now. <laughs> I don't know. I just I mean. Yeah, but it, but it's just it's one of those things that just doesn't make sense when you're watching yeah. the movie. You're like, wait, how did he kill them? You know, and how does the one guy know exactly what they gave the T-Rex, even though he wasn't on the boat? Yeah. But like also. I thought, like, we, I thought I, did we just go off on like people being like nitpicky about shit? I, I feel like that's what we're doing with this movie now. I mean, didn't we just like a couple weeks ago, like there's nitpicky and then there's a fucking Spielberg movie. That's not what it should be. The sequel to Jurassic Park directed by Spielberg should be amazing. And this movie is misguided as fuck. It it didn't it didn't help that we pretty much I know my wife and I, we watched them basically back to back. Right. Like one night we watched Jurassic Park next night and we watched Lost World. And it's like, yeah, like it makes the errors that more glaring because Jurassic Park, everything is accounted for. Yeah. And then in when you get to the next one, it's just lazy bullshit. And it's like, just go with it. It's a movie. Yeah. There's a certain point where you're like, I can only do that so many times in one movie. Well, it's even before like the boat shows up. There's yeah. a scene of Goldblum and Julianne Moore going up to the gate trying to get into this thing, mm-hmm. the, the, the press conference. And the guard's like, nah, get out of here. And they turn around and go back. And then when the commotion starts, they walk right up. Well, yeah, there's a part where Arliss Howard says, I want them to see, I want them to be front row for this because he wants to rub it in their faces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that, that does show, but it's just, you know, and we're not, I mean, we haven't even talked about gymnastics. I didn't want to. Yeah. It's terrible. The dumbest, stupidest thing in there. I meant that when I said everything about that character is terrible. I, I included the gymnastics part of that because it's still yeah. the easiest way to explain Chekhov's gun though. <laughs> for most people. <laughs> Seriously. Name me a better example of a popular movie that you can point to and said they were talking about this shit and then it shows up and saves the day later. Uh, it, I, it, it's, it's still the worst. It's I'm just, it's I'm Crystal not, Skull I'm not, bullshit. I'm not. It, it's, it's honestly, it's, I saw this movie. I talked about it maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember nothing about that whole Raptor sequence except fucking gymnastics. Yeah. 
because I it, this it was happening on screen. I was like, I don't remember any of this. But the Raptor stuff is really good up until that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's not memorable. It's not memorable. Yeah, it really isn't. Well, speaking that, of not that, really yeah, memorable, I was gonna say the old Jurassic Park three. Yeah, I can't tell you a thing about it. Yeah, it doesn't have a third act. It just kind of ends mid movie, for one, and and it's one of those things. It should not have been like Jurassic Park the sequel because it feels like a direct to video thing. That's like, all right, well, uh, what are we gonna do? Well, they're just gonna go here and run around for a bit. Like, like it really, it it it's not, it doesn't have anything to say. It doesn't have anything to do. It's just a lot of good action sequences strung together. It's like with how, these people running through them. It's like basically, how can we have people running from dinosaurs again? Yeah. To come up with the first, someone give me an idea that okay good let's do that and for once they make a competent kid in the movie who's yeah. actually likable and not like an overbearing jerk or anything like that and they make Taya Leone a panicking shrieking basket case throughout that fucking movie and it's bad it hurt to watch her it yeah like not through no fault of her own I mean she was doing what she was asked to do but like I said to you Basically, she could have been played by a broom that someone was shaking <laughs> and they could yeah. have just listed her as panicky idiot number one in the mm-hmm. credits. And it would have been the same thing. Panicky idiot. broom. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it is the worst, like just shrieking, just the 1950s woman terrified of everything useless. And it's it's so embarrassing. So Temple yeah. of Doom. Almost, yeah. but okay. but at least Kate Capshaw had some character in that. Mm-hmm. Tia Leone has no character in this aside from shrieking and just like yeah. wet blanketing everything. Yeah, I remember basically nothing about that entire movie. I, remember, I just I remember watched the it. Kid. And Alexander Payne worked on the script. Yeah. Like the I, guy I who has written Oscar winning scripts worked on the script for that one. Yeah. John August, who wrote Go, which is amazing, said put some words down on this and was just like, I don't know. Yeah, I remember the kid hiding out, like surviving in mm-hmm. whatever that little mm-hmm. fallout shelter was. Mm-hmm. That's about all the thing I remember from Jurassic Park three. Yeah, yeah. Sam Neill's like, hey, you and, survived. Yeah. And the sad thing is, all the effects are really good in that movie. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, like especially compared to the second one, but because yeah. the second one, those effects have not held up at all. It's weird that I think they use the the practical effects on that main dinosaur too much. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of looks like a theme park thing. Yeah. Um, which I'm all for using practical. It's, it's just the way they shot it looks strange. They shoot it from angles that make it look like it's stuck to the ground and is mm-hmm. just being pulled side to side. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, like yeah, it's I, the end of that movie, it wants man. To, it, the thing is, it's it's a ninety minute movie that knows what it wants to do. It wants to just it's like straight up thrill ride. It's mm-hmm. not saying anything. It doesn't have a message. At least the first two, like you know, first two had different messages. Yeah. Third one has no message whatsoever. It's just like, let's do some action scenes. And they're good scenes. Yeah, they're competent. They, the only thing they don't quite master, Joe Johnson doesn't quite do right, is the whole pacing of, you know, like that trailer scene is like 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's just like one thing after another. Like he's trying to reel the cord out and then he doesn't have enough and he gets yanked back. And then so he's got to run back and get more cord and they're climbing up the rope and they keep falling down. And there's like all these pacing things that keep the scenes going. Yep. Whereas these ones are like getting to that first point and then, all right, well, let's just resolve it and get out of here. Cause we got to get to the next scene. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, there's a sense of like, we're trying to go so fast to get through all this. But as far as what it wants to do, I think that movie is pretty good at accomplishing it. Like it should, but it's kind of like Terminator 3 to me. It's like kind of divorce that from the other movies. Like just call it Dinosaur Island, even though that name was already taken. <laughs> yeah. 
and it kind of work it it works in that level but as like a jurassic park movie no it doesn't work at all it feels like it feels like the cheap you know like like the later planet of the apes movies you know where they're just like man we got like a third of the budget. Yeah, how can we keep going with this? I mean, yeah. I've always said it feels like that Saturday afternoon, like Jurassic Park, the series. You know, it's Kinda, like, yeah. I mean, with a little bit more money to it, but it's like, it, it just, it feels insignificant. It feels like none of it matters. There's, the, the tie to the original movie basically is Sam Neill, who barely seems to even be the same guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's kind of messed up from that but like his whole thing of like it'll take, you know, I it, 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 I will never be seen near that place ever. You can mm-hmm. take that to the bank, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, money, and he's like, all right, I guess I'll go with you. And it's yeah. like, eh, it's it's just so contrived, and I it's just the way that thing ends of the happy ending they try to convey, like, mm-hmm. oh look, the the. <laughs> Well, they don't. The, the pterodactyls are flying away. That's oh, life found a way. It's cute. Look at them go. And it's like, no fuckers. Yeah. The dinosaurs have left the island. Yeah, they're going to New York. <laughs> but run. I, I also love that 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 movie has a Dewey. My favorite trope, the Dewey, is like, oh, that guy died. Oh no, we bandaged him up, and he's on the plane, and mm-hmm. he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna live. It's like, no, you just pulled a fucking Dewey. That guy was dead, and mm-hmm. you decided to just make him survive for the sequel or whatever and that's exactly what they did no that guy was totally dead and the actor was like what if i lived and the director was like yeah what if you did live it's like no you don't get to live nope you i don't even know who that was or who you're talking about. i don't even know who it is (laughs) whoever that guy was i it's so funny when i face off yeah but i mean like when i see a movie from like 10 15 years ago and you see a, a person in a prominent role and you realize wow they never went anywhere prominent after mm-hmm. it's like man you feel so bad you're always like oh it's th- that guy in that role i remember mm-hmm. him and it's like man who i who i don't know <laughs> yeah so yeah i i don't like Jurassic park three at all i i can barely pay attention to it it's all right i, I didn't find myself getting angry like i did watching lost world yeah. i found myself just getting angry watching that one and Your expectations park 3 for the lost world are have higher for me because it's spielberg yeah I guess you're right there. Yeah, I don't know. There's just there's little things in I'm, the trailer scene, and then the fact that he, you know, the T Rex is chomping on the doghouse is just one of the greatest things ever. And I'm not like, oh, let's kill the dogs, but like that w- when that movie came out, it was like right after Independence Day, and it's like every contrived way that the the, you know, the dog survives. And then mm-hmm. Spielberg was like, fuck that shit. The T Rex just ate that dog. Yeah. Did now? <laughs> did you notice the thing in the San we Diego bit? The in the lost world where the dinosaur goes past the basketball hoop and its arms start spasming out like it's drab, like it's dribbling. I didn't notice that. It's so weird. And I mean, I saw it in the trivia section, but I actually watched, I I saw it when it happened Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's the strangest thing to put into a movie. I mean, the hand just starts dribbling like it's dribbling a basketball as it walks past this basketball hoop. And it's just, it's so strange. It's, it's a weird little in joke that is very much an obvious joke that doesn't make sense for a T-Rex to be doing. But yeah, all right, kind of dumb. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see how dumb Jurassic World is. It's gonna be dumb. It looks. Looks. It's it's got some pretty high dumb potential. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think like we said, I just I remember that original script was insane. Oh yeah, absolutely insane. Yeah. And apparently they threw most of it out, except they kept Raptor Force. So we'll see. (laughs) Raptor Force. I just you know when we first saw that first trailer, we were like, wait, they decided to 
open the part what what yeah. <laughs> i mean it's got a hurdle with the premise of just like yeah let's just do it anyway <laughs> let's just open yeah. jurassic park and apparently it's it's operating on the assumption that the place has been going for 20 years somehow i don't know and then they get dumb again hey let's build a monster <laughs> yeah okay so expect a report on that next week mm-hmm. i may have to go in my <laughs> Go see this in my my light John Hammond cosplay. I think that'd be fun. Oh, I think you'll you'll get some some applause when you walk into the theater. I probably will. People, I'll like just that. walk to the front like I'm supposed to be there. Like, <laughs> welcome to Jurassic World. Just Jurassic, Jurassic World, World. <laughs> and applause, and I'll just walk out. Just with talk to the screen and... like you're doing Mr. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Interact with the character. Dino DNA. <laughs> Did you build yourself a mosquito cane? Did you do that? No, uh, no. It's it's. That's the that's the number one prop. You need that the mosquito amber except for the you know a nice beard and hat and shirt and all that. Nice I need a gold watch. No, he died last year. Yeah, I know. I killed him. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Please don't do that. He was a nice old man, despite being the villain of all the movies. Apparently, according to Chuck, I'm going to take his place. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, no, now you can be the villain of all of them. There you go. He lives on. Then. All right, him uh, and Hemingway. We got time for one email here. Let's do it. This one's from Scott from Dallas, who sent it in before last week, but we didn't get it on the show, Oh, unfortunately. But it was about Kung Fury, so it would have fit in well. Mm. So Kung Fury says, before we begin, I must disclose by stating, I donated a tenor to the Kung Fury Kickstarter. I do not want the Bamcast to be accused of not meeting the ethical standards expected of bad movie podcast listener correspondence emails. Mm. It says, man, Kung Fury isn't very good. It's 30 minutes long, and it's got some good jokes, but not enough to really last. For a movie that tries to give off the feeling of something that never stops, it spends a lot of time spinning its wheels with its plot. But I'm thankful for one thing Kung Fury has given me. It's given me a good definition of what I want from an intentionally bad movie. I want a competently made movie by people competent enough to make me think I'm watching an incompetently made movie made by incompetent people. Check. Okay, sure. My brain just popped a little Mm -hmm. bit. I think all four of those things cancel each other out. (laughs) It made sense to me. I was following that. Okay. So he says, I'm going to going to use these two things to give an example of what I'm talking about. First is a movie that Harlow Internet hates, Black Dynamite. He actually means me. Harlow loves that movie. Mm, no, I Internet. I, I'm the one that was kind of mildly shitting on it. Like, I, I think it tries too hard. Like, if it just sat back. Yeah, and he's like, always said that. Yeah. Okay. He's I, right. But you're the one who loves it. Right? I do. I love Black Dynamite. Okay. I, I, because, I still I like, like it. I just think it tries too hard. It'd be funnier if it just sat back and be yeah. like, we're a black exploitation history movie, not looking the boom mic and stuff. Yeah. That, that, that was my problem yeah. is when they get too obvious with the jokes they're making. Yeah. But anyway, first is a movie that Harlow Internet hates, Black Dynamite. When the filmmakers set out to make that movie, they went to recreate a 70s black exploitation movie. They bought period accurate cameras, period accurate film, and found people who could develop the film the same way it was developed at the time. They then went and made some of the mistakes that were not uncommon in those films. Aside from the obvious boom mic or the character who read his stage directions, there are some more subtle examples. There's a scene where you can see the camera and cameraman in a reflection in another where you can see a bored stage hand off to the side. In both instances, the dudes are wearing a 70s outfit. There's a scene where someone gets out of a car only to find out they forgot to put it in park. That wasn't planned for. That was an actual mistake they made. And they looked at it and said, this is the exact sort of mistake a black exploitation filmmaker would have left in. So they left it in. It's a movie that leaves me feeling that there's a bad production of a movie going on around it, even though I know that there wasn't. On the other hand, Kung Fury uses 2010's technology, 2010's techniques, and it's really obvious that every mistake going on was made by the people making Kung Fury. Second example I want to give is the British TV series, which I suggest check out if you haven't, called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. 
It's a mixture of 80s British medical dramas and Stephen King novels, fictionally written, directed, and starring a poverty-stricken family Stephen King. While they show you the episodes of this old TV show, it's intercut with interviews with the cast and crew, and the joke isn't so much, haha, isn't this bad TV show bad, but oh wow, these delusional idiots thought they were making a masterpiece. Which, if you ever want a non-fictional version of that, listen to the director's commentary for the third The Crow movie. <laughs> Dark Place never got a second season because, despite being popular, it was extremely expensive to make since, like the Black Dynamite filmmakers, they went to great lengths to be as period accurate as possible when it came to actually recording the fake TV show. Not just in terms of film and cameras, but also the shitty practical effects they used were so outdated, it was hard to find people who could do them. They didn't just say, let's make a bad TV show, because they knew that a throwback to an 80s film like that made in the 2000s wasn't going to work. The Kung Fury guys did not figure that out. And not playing it straight like Dark Place did, they also kind of fucked themselves over by making the joke, we made a bad movie, which is unfortunate when in reality they actually did make a bad movie. There are other examples someone could make, such as Pool Boy drawing out the Fury, which is more nod, nod, wink, wink, like Black Dynamite, while having the same overall joke as Dark Place. I'd recommend that movie to you, as I'm sure Josh from Corpus Christi would, but I would first like you to be aware that the movie in a movie is about Kevin Sorbo returning from the Vietnam War to find he can no longer be a pool boy because all those jobs have been taken by a cartel of Mexican pool boys headed by Danny Trejo. It can get kind of racist. But yeah, it turns out what I really need in a good movie, pretending to be bad, is the hint, either explicitly stated, such as in Dark Place or more subtle, like in Black Dynamite, that the people making it were truly incompetent, but trying to make something either good or good enough. These examples have people looking at everything the media and period their their homaging did, and then recreating it mistakes and all. Whereas Kung Fury got their money and just went for whatever it is they went for. The one area I'm willing to cut some Kung Fury some slack that other critics aren't is some of the things it brings up. A lot of people have been pointing out that Nazis and Kung Fu weren't 80s movies things to a very large extent. Uh. That's true for American films, but the Kung Fury dudes were Swedish, and I'm sure their 80s movies were a bit different. The biggest giveaway is the short animated sequence, which references several anime that I know were popular in Latin America in the 80s due to being cheaper to license than American animation. Probably the same thing happened in Sweden. And maybe Russians weren't the best bad guys when you're living so close to the Soviet Union. Anyways, keep on keeping on. Crash and burn. Scott from Dallas. I'm pretty sure Nazis were all over the 80s movies. All over the 80s movies. I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark, for God's sake. Yep. Order the Black Eagle. Um... thousand things popped in my head somewhere in the middle of that <laughs> yeah i know it was a bit of a long email but um so following up with some people in, in the chat they, um i i don't know why i didn't think of this when when we were talking about kung fury last week um kung fury seemed like a, a something that tried harder but didn't even do it as well as like uh the show danger five mm-hmm. uh dd mm-hmm. kennedy was mentioning this in the live chat um but th- like that's a weird little show and like it that all of the stupidness of like that works on that level because it's just this weird little television show. Like I feel like Kung Fury was like trying to take it to a, a level beyond that, but it doesn't succeed, and it's not, the jokes, the stupid bits aren't any funnier than that. Yeah. So like the the super low budgetness of that works mm. better, and the practical dumb effects of Danger Five are better in that regard. Yeah. Um, I did watch Pool Boy, and also it's the same director as that FDR American Badass, and those mm. are two examples of like. We're making something fucking stupid, but we're going to make it as best as we possibly can with no money and mm-hmm. people that are committed to it. I feel like both of those did it almost better than even Black Dynamite. Again, I still like Black Dynamite. There's a lot of funny shit in Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I just think those are even funnier examples of the like ludicrous premise. Yeah. Again, not Black Dynamite's but also supposed to be an homage, so these aren't necessarily. This is just like we're making a really dumb thing, and we know it's dumb, and 
we're still going to roll with it and keep a straight face. Yeah. I, I just think that, you know, like I, I, uh, an example of how to best explain how we see this kind of stuff is like you, you take a look at the room. Tommy Wiseau thought he was making a movie like he yeah. thought he was doing the best he could. Yeah, He thought he was making his streetcar named desire. Yeah. And he didn't. And yeah. it's hilarious. It's uncomfortable, but it's hilarious. Now, in about mm-hmm. 10 years, someone, maybe him, someone else is going to get the idea to kickstart the room, too. And it's going to be self-aware as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be as good. And, like, I haven't seen the second Birdemic movie, but I guarantee you there is no way that movie is as charmingly inept as Birdemic is. Well, considering how all the cast were on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no... It's like. They all know. Yeah. And that ruins it already. Right. That That's our line of distinction. That's how we feel about this kind of stuff. You you get out there and you try your best and you fail hard. That's great because you've given us something anyway. But like going out there and trying to kind of replicate that thing that happened by accident, you can't. Well, I mean, okay, that's twofold. That's like saying you can't make these intentionally bad movies, which is one of, and that long thing that confused you all is what he's saying. If you're going to make an intentionally bad movie, you know, you can't you can't do it with a self aware vibe to it. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with like doing these sequels of whatever, where they like the, these people went out and made this movie and thought they were making a masterpiece, and then were told this thing was bad, and then all got back together and said, oh well, let's just replicate that. But now we know. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. that formula right there immediately doesn't work. That's yeah, that's yeah. What I was but I mean, like this other. But the other thing is, it is possible to make an intentionally bad movie and not wink at the camera. That's that's the main thing. Just do not wink at the camera. Like yeah. if you if you're gonna do it, do it straight faced. You know? Yeah, you can't let irony seep in. Right. It. Yep. So that's that's where I I would go with that. I don't know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why the. At least that I mean, works for us. There are plenty yeah. of people that sure. think Sharknado is great and hilarious yes. and awesome and. More power to you. That's mm-hmm. just that's not our thing. No, less power to those people. No, because nah, just... then more Sharknados get made. Yeah, I mean, I know. but you know, whatever. I keep hoping that maybe Asylum will take some of that money and funnel it into another project. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like Sharknado money was going to suddenly make something we we were we were lacking. Yeah, it didn't take yeah. away from like <laughs> from yeah. like another robot jocks. Well, <laughs> no, not necessarily, but it could have ended up in something that was maybe a little bit more genuine. Well, apparently, a lot of their horror movies work pretty well yeah like like because you they're not trying to make jokey no that's what i'm saying i i actually really kind of like the the i think it's asylum version of uh paranormal activity paranormal better better than actual paranormal activity Mm -hmm. because they were just they were like well this is the concept and roll with it go make your movie i mean and the people didn't be like well i have to reference this that i saw in the trailer and i have to reference this that i saw in the trailer and just mm-hmm. exploded out to 90 minutes because you know they're shooting this simultaneous to the other thing like well, i saw some set photos and i watched the trailer so let's make a movie that kind of spoofs it yeah you know but yeah the horror movie thing is like oh that's the that's the premise of this thing uh possessed person and all right go it, it kind of works yeah that actually almost gives the people a chance to make you know starter movies mm-hmm. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, we like some things, we don't like others. Yeah, that's an accurate statement. And I've never watched the Garth uh, Meninges Dark Place. I've seen it. Apparently, it's on 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 the Hulu's. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, I probably said the name wrong. I've seen the name before. I just don't remember how it goes. Dark Place. Yeah, I'd been reading about it somewhere else before he mentioned it. 
So that was I thought somebody was talking it up on Twitter or something the other yeah. day. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember now, but a, a lot of people do like that. It's a been lot. in the discussion for it's obvious for obvious reasons. Yeah. So. <sighs> All right. Do we have anything else? I do not. Nah. We'll tell you uh, next week what some of us thought of a, a dinosaur movie. I'm not dinosaur. Dino DNA. <laughs> I'm not gonna see that. Some shit. of us. You're gonna see that shit. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see that shit because my wife will kill me if I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna see it because I want. To. And I'll clone you from mosquitoes or something. All right, All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna multiplicity you because I want to see increasingly Just dumb Mackies. Get dumber and dumber. Yeah. This doesn't take much, man. I don't want to see <laughs> no. dumber and dumber. I want to see multiplicity. <laughs> right. <laughs> dumber and dumbest. Hey Steve, I like pizza. <laughs> Oh. Uh, bringing the good jokes at the end of the cast. Always. Uh, yeah. So, contact information time, isn't uh-huh. it? Uh, bmfcast.com. The email address is bmf at bmfcast.com. While you're on that website, you can look, look over to the right-hand side. There's a bunch of buttons that uh, lead you to all our social stuff. You can uh, you can interact with us in various ways there. Uh, there's also an Amazon search box. Um, each time you buy something by going through that link, uh, Amazon gives us a little uh, little bit of kickback. It costs you nothing. It makes us money. It's good all around. Um, and give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JUX-BMF, 9105569263. Leave us a short message, and uh, you may be featured on this podcast like many before you. Yes. Cool. <laughs> well, let's yeah. get out of here, shall we? we shall. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Good night. Good night.